Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. VJ Husky in for the big man, Ephraim Salam. Lots to do. Game seven is the uh, the phrase of the day. We've got, what, seven game sevens over the weekend? Five in the NHL, two in the NBA. You get all excited for game seven there, VJ? <laughs> Come on, man. What did they say? The two best words in all of sports. Game seven. I get I get beyond excited, man. I start getting chills and goosebumps oh, and yes! hives. Yes! I, I got to start taking Tylenol to get my fever down and stuff. I get hyped for game sevens, bro. You know, it's funny because our trusted producer, Danny G, he said the same thing to me right before the show. He said it in that kind of NFL films voice of the two best words and all of (laughs) you know what i gotta disagree this is yes the two best words in all of sports are super bowl (laughs) oh i thought you were gonna say schedule release (laughs) (laughs) that's close it's close yeah it's a close second right there (laughs) listen i love game seven but if you're telling me you get as excited for game seven as you do the super bowl i i think you're you're either lying or you're not aware that 
that's not actually the case. Does that make sense to you? It makes perfect sense, but but Brian, let's get real. The Super Bowl is once a year. Yeah. It's the most watched one sporting event of the world, not yes. the country. Of the, so, but game sevens, like a hockey game seven, a major league game seven, an NBA game seven, like there's so many levels of game seven that I, I think a game seven can be a little more exciting than a Super Bowl. We've had some boring Super Bowls, right? Uh, it's rare. It, it, at least uh, the last, I don't know, I would say 10, 15 years, we've had some epic games. Okay. You get a snooze fest here and there. You get a Rams-Patriots every now and then. You get Tampa dusting the Chiefs with their B offensive line. Yeah, it does happen, but we've had some classics as well. Um, but if you're telling me that you're on the edge of your seat for Panthers-Bruins right now <laughs> compared to whoever's in the Super Bowl, that's just not true. It's not the case. I'll, okay. I'll, if, well, you're also comparing it to NHL second round. <laughs> like NHL, oh, excuse me, NHL first round. We're not even in the second round, first yeah. round. But if it's conference finals or NBA finals or, you know, ACLS, NLCS, mm, World Series, I, I think the Super Bowl will still win. I just don't think it's the most margin you're making it out to be okay let's take a couple of game sevens in the nba tomorrow yeah right yeah buck celtics it's been an unbelievable series the road team has won four of the six games so far and then you also get game seven with the mavs and the suns those are two great matchups we'll put the super bowl to the side i'm still more excited for the super bowl (laughs) than either of those but but if you look at those two matchups i was thinking about this vj So I'll borrow the NHL for a second. There's this guy, Max Domi, Mm -hmm. for the Carolina Panthers. He had scored zero goals in 16 playoff games heading into today. He scored two goals in the first two periods today. And so I just started thinking about that as it relates to the NBA. If you think about some of the role players, it's not Tatum and Giannis. It's not Luka and Devin Booker. In any of those uh, series, right, in – with all those four teams, who do you think is uh, the most important person to step up for each of those teams that isn't a superstar player? It has by far been my man from Florida, Mr. Al Horford, with his defense chasing down loose balls, his defense on Giannis, even though I think half of that stuff is a foul. They're just allowing them to play a little more in the playoffs, which I don't mind, but I'd much rather you let them play 82 games that way so they can get used to it in the playoffs, and then you can still amp it up and make it more physical. But Al Horford, the game that he had, check this, man, the game uh, game four, I believe it was, um, when he hit all those three, had 30-something points, he was a plus 15,000 to be the leading scorer in that game. Whoever put money on him to be the leading scorer in that game, bro, cashed in. So Al Horford, and he's the vet. He's the the oldest guy probably in this series. I would have to just double-check that, but I believe he's the oldest player playing in this series, and he's the most important person and has shown up in every single game of this series. You know what's crazy is I don't know how to characterize Chris Paul because – He's still a really, really good player. He's not a star anymore because he's he's too inconsistent to be a star. Mm-hmm. And it might be cheating a little bit because he's more than a role player. He's in this weird middle ground. He's in like the purgatory between star player and role player. He's He's somewhere in between the two. But with Chris Paul, we've seen the highs and the lows. We've seen him be brilliant in this series at times against the Mavs. And then we've seen him have more fouls than points in a game 
you know, and yeah. have seven turnovers in a first half. And Chris Paul is the guy who makes that go over there in Phoenix. So, I mean, he's obviously very, very important. You can take your pick of these guys that are kind of in the Robin role, right? Where I would say Chris Paul, Drew Holiday, dudes like that. But there are a lot of important role players beyond those guys. Like Dallas, for instance, who are the role players that step up and actually shoot well on the road for once? Like we haven't seen that in this series so far. No, we haven't. And, and if I could just on Chris Paul real fast, I'm, it, me and super producer Danny was just talking before we got on uh, on air here, man. Chris Paul, to me, is a book I've read already. He's a movie I've seen already. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you know, Henry still snitches on Paulie Cicero and, and Jimmy Conway. The end of the movie doesn't change. He's still going to sit in court and point those guys out and snitch them out. Chris Paul is still going to be that guy that's going to get a bunch of assists. He's going to have some moments. But just tell me when he's ever taken his team over the top when it matters the most. And I'm a guy that just goes with history. And I just think tomorrow they're lucky because they just have the better team. But if Luka had a 2 or just a 2B, he doesn't even have a 2B. If he just, But if he had a bona fide 2 They'd lose that game tomorrow. I would still, I still put my money on the Mavs because I just like the plus on it before the series start. I picked the Mavs in seven to win that series, but I, I agree with you. We, we've seen this from Chris Paul before, but uh, I think they should get tomorrow's game, Brian. But yeah. I think Luca Vegas has Luca at thirty four and a half points over under, so they already yeah. think Luca's going to go bonkers, right? Look, I got him for forty one. I'll call forty one right now for Luca tomorrow. <laughs> But, well, he had, as you know, those 80 points in the first two games yeah. of this series, and they got dusted, Yep, right? Because that's all that happened for Dallas. It was a little bit like Giannis last night. Oh, man. Giannis goes ballistic, <laughs> and, it, and they lose by 13. Oh, my God. I was so That's hurt. crazy. Well, I'm such a Giannis fan. Like Giannis is my guy, man. Like I was, I was searching for a guy. And I think you and I talked about this last summer. I was searching for a guy after Kobe, like a guy to really chew for, but a young guy that I can say, hey, I started liking him before he started winning, before he started winning championships. I pointed him out, said, okay, I'm a ride with that. I'm going to be a fan of that guy. And Giannis was that guy, but he, that was such a. How do you waste a 40 and 20 game like that? And you mentioned mm-hmm. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, in my opinion, has been superbly uh, disappointing in this series. He's made like four or five plays that you really can remember. Other than that, he disappears off the screen. When I don't hear his name called for four and five straight possessions, that's a problem. And they don't have Middleton right now. And if you really think about Giannis's greatness, he's got this to a seven-game series, and he had it 3-2 and put up a 40-20, and nobody helped him out last night. I know. It was wild. And look, you got to give a lot of props to Jason Tatum, who was just magnificent last night. 46 points. You tell me if this is a stretch, VJ, okay. but I'm watching Tatum last night, and it, it just reminded me of LeBron's epic game. You go all the way back to 2012, and LeBron had 45 points, 15 boards, and 5 assists. And I looked at Tatum, and to just even think of LeBron, and it was like, it reminded me of that type of performance. Jason Tatum went for 46 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, He's a both end of the court player, right? He plays great defense. He was outstanding last night, and especially in the fourth quarter when the Bucks made their push. Tatum hit a couple of shots in a row and didn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> he hit more shots after that. That was magnificent. And the reason why Giannis's 
epic performance was spoiled is because of Jason Tatum, first and foremost. Well, listen, I'm going to shock a lot of people who follow me right now. I Uh-oh. can't put that with a LeBron. As much as I do not like no. LeBron, and I'm not a LeBron fan, never have been, never will be. That's just the way it goes. That's nowhere close <laughs> to like Ooh. a LeBron number wise. But l- l- let me tell you what I thought happened last night. I thought Coach Mike. I thought Coach Mike Boone. I thought he got out coached last night. When Tatum, as you mentioned, starts hitting jumper after jumper after jumper, you have to stop the bleeding. A hard foul, length on him, trap him, rush trap him, get the ball out of his hands. You cannot let this kid continue to go one-on-one on the perimeter, spread offense, dribble, dribble, dribble. Oh, step back three in your mouth. Dribble, dribble, step back three from this side in your mouth. The commentators are calling out the inbounds. Remember the inbounds play late in the game on the baseline? They said right here, they like to get the ball to Tatum on the baseline. Watch for a catch and shoot. What happened? They throw it right to Tatum, fade away on the baseline, buckets. The, the commentator knew it was coming. Mike, Coach Mike got out, Coach, and then once Tatum just started hitting jumper after jumper, the rim gets bigger and bigger and bigger for these guys, man. I, I don't know if it was a a great performance. I thought it was a high-scoring game. And I thought Tatum's been average in this series from what Ooh. I think. And from what I think he should be, if you think about it, Brian, look at it like this. In the season, he's 27-8-4. In this series, he's 28-6-5. So he's only one point better, two assists down, two rebounds down, excuse me, and one assist better. I, I need I need that 27 to be like 32, 33. For me to think you're taking that leap, he's only averaging one more point in this series than he did during the regular season. So I'm not sure if he's having this transcending moment. I just thought last night was a great shooting night. Rim starts to get bigger. Coach doesn't make adjustments, and a jump shooter goes, oh, okay, you're not going to send anybody? Okay, fine. I'll just keep pulling up over your team and keep hitting buckets. Wow, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you have it really nowhere near LeBron's performance. No. And listen, LeBron no. was no. that was an epic performance. No. But I think what it is is LeBron, because he had left Cleveland and went to Miami, and there was all that pressure and there was the pep rally, as you well know, not five, <laughs> not six, not seven. So the stage was so much bigger and the lights were brighter. And maybe that's why it sticks with us so much mm-hmm. with LeBron. That was an epic performance. Yes. But it was both game six, like Tatum last night and LeBron, both game six, both on the road. And at the end of the day, you had Tatum with one more point. He had one fewer assist and six fewer rebounds. Like, I'm not saying it's side by side, but I'm saying it's in the same zip code. It's on the Ooh. same block. Like it's uh. in the same cul-de-sac as LeBron right there. I thought that's how brilliant yeah. Jason Tatum was last night. You're not buying it though. Not huh? at all. Not at wow. all. And, and, and like I said, I know I'm shocking a lot of people right now because people that listen to me and follow me, they know I don't give them I don't give them a lot of leadway. But I, the one thing I won't do is I won't be a professional. And as a professional in this business, you got to call just what you see sometimes. And I've watched LeBron put up ridiculous games. And his game seven against Boston, against Jesus Shuttlesworth and P2 and Big Ticket and that crew, that game seven he lost to me was a better performance than the game six being saved from elimination against the Celtics for the Heat. I thought that performance was better, and they lost that game. So that's how high I hold some of his performances. I thought last night was a night where the where Mike, Coach Mike, did not make adjustments. And in today's game where you can't touch guys and you have to kind of lay off, and when jump shooters get going, 
And Tatum's not even a great, I think he's a above good, really good jump shot. I don't think he's a great jump shooter, but when a really good jump shooter becomes great in about a three-quarter period, you better do something to get the ball out of his hands, and they didn't. And Tatum just said, okay, I'll just keep shooting jumpers, and they keep going in, and we'll just and we'll steal this game from you guys. So, no, same zip code. I give you same state, but not same zip code, bro. <laughs> In the states, in the states like Texas, you can't, you don't, you don't oh, wow. get Delaware, you don't get Rhode Island, no, you don't get uh-huh. those states. Yeah, you get okay, not Texas. I give you like uh, New York, state. and you still yeah. have them spaced out. If it's Texas, you got it yeah. like uh, I'm just yeah, trying. Dallas you got State, Amarillo, Dallas like, and someone's at the bottom of the state. Like that's yeah. like I can't believe you, VJ Husky. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. All right, we got a lot to do today, man. Yes, it's sir. good to be here with you, VJ. Oh, for sure, thanks, man. Thank you. so We'll much. look to the NFL, right? Uh, the season schedule is out, and a couple of takeaways, man. We're not going to get knee-deep into it because, good Lord, it's the schedule being released. But there are some interesting things to hit on. One of the teams that has gone from the B stage to a headlining act, we'll tell you about that right around the corner. And we'll also talk about one of the feel-good stories of the entire playoffs thus far. That's on the way as well. I'm Brian No, He's VJ Husky. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No. He's VJ Husky here on Fox Sports Radio. 
You get in on the uh, NFL schedule release, VJ, or are you one of these people that kind of rolls their eyes and says, what's the big deal? It's the schedule being released over here. Well, with that track playing right there that just brought him back from the commercial, I'm in the studio dancing with my arms in the air. The NFL schedule to me is outstanding. I love the NFL schedule release, man. I watched the show twice already. I watched uh, ESPN's version. I watched NFL Network. Michael Irvin... When he's talking about the Cowboys schedule is must-see TV. I love it. Yes, I am all in on the NFL schedule. You're all about it. I like to hear that. Yes. That's good. Yes, and all about I it. I am as well. I always uh, make my own. It's like a Word document. I've done this for almost a decade now, VJ. It's very sad, but <laughs> I just put all of the schedules. I, I do it uh, division by division. Okay. And it's just very easy for me to see, hey, who's playing, mm-hmm. which primetime game, how does their schedule stack up among the other teams in their division. So I did that basically the next day. I started it the day of, finished the next day. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that stood out to me the most is Denver. If you look at Denver, they only had one primetime game scheduled last year. They had a couple of games flexed to primetime late in the season against the Chiefs. But they only had one primetime game originally scheduled they've got five this year plus they play on Christmas Day in the late afternoon which is a standalone game right only show in town against the Rams so they've gone from B stage to headlining act and it's all because of Russell Wilson yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a huge. Uh, first of all, I'm not a huge fan on Denver this year. I think Denver is a 10 win team. I don't like uh-huh. the schedule of the away games. The away games are the ones that scan. This is before the schedule release because at least in January we can see who their opponents are going to be. That gets released back then in January, yeah. February. And when I looked at it, when the Russell Wilson deal went down, and I thought, oh man, at Tennessee, at Baltimore, at the Rams, at Seattle, at the Colts, I, I didn't. I don't like those road games. Those are going to be tough, tough games. And I'm not sure that this team on paper uh, looks as good as everybody else does. Sutton Judy got to be able to stay on the field. Uh, you know, Gordon is a little old. I think Gordon should still be the starter, which he will be. But they did let him test free agency. It's very telling that nobody jumped for him, and he ended up back there. thought Williams had some issues holding on to the football. And losing Noah Fant was huge in that trade to me, losing a reliable tight end like that. So I agree with you. It is about Sierra. <clears throat> I mean, excuse me, Russell Wilson. Uh, is the reason why uh, I, I I'm still trying to figure out, man. What what is the attraction about this guy that everybody loves so much that I just have never seen? Well, he's just a baller. That's it. As far as personality goes, eh, not really there. It's it's cheesy. It's orchestrated. It just doesn't work. But are you are you moaning and groaning about him being a baller? Yeah, well, no. I, I I will give you this. I give you props that you're at least calling it like it is because I'm uh-huh. I feel just like you. He he just strikes me as a guy that just kind of you know knows where the cameras are, kind of right. knows when they're on, and right. knows that. And then you kind of hear some other rumblings about you know little incidences of the past and stuff. There was the the Percy Harvin stuff and the offense and the defense kind of beef in there, which was wide open. This isn't inside source. This stuff was put right out. Uh, Richard Sherman <laughs> Richard Sherman was very outspoken uh, about uh, some of these, these uh, rumblings that we heard and things that were happening there. About being a baller, I mean, if you want to be hero ball and play hero ball and 
Getsy's got to run around and stuff, but I think a lot of times he doesn't have to, and he does it wow. because it, it looks good, and it, and people are going to say, "Oh man, look, he he makes plays. Oh, he kept that play alive." And a lot of times it's like, yeah, and he also calls the receivers not to be able to get open. He also calls offensive linemen to lose rushers, and he end up getting sacked, or you know they end up losing possession, or having to punt or incomplete pass and having to punt. I think there was a lot more negative than it was positive, but we are going to keep showing the positives so people think. It's more of that. So baller, yeah, I mean he's, oh. a, he's a good quarterback, but I, I I like the title is hero ball. I like the start stuff, Brian. Wow, you yeah. are you, you're just <laughs> stirring it up today, man. Like, I missed you, Brian. Wow, I like, missed you, man. This the, <laughs> hey, B, I like this guy. Usually, it's E from sucking on the Broncos' toes. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I've called him Russell Copperfield for years oh, now because he is a freaking oh magician oh back there, VJ God. Husky. How dare you? This is blasphemy by you talking about he's playing hero ball as if what? As if he's got five seconds to throw back there, and he's like, all right, let me just make it look like I need six, and yeah. so I can run around. His offensive line has sucked for years, and he's bailed them out more times than he's put them in a bad position. Granted, every now and then, he won't throw the ball on time. He's trying to hit the home run. It will lead to a sack. There are some negative plays, but guess what? Same thing happened with Barry Sanders. He tried to hit the home run, and he had a negative one-yard run, and, and no one took that and ran with it and said there's more bad than good. You, you took the bad along with the spectacular. It's the same thing, different position, but same concept with Russell Wilson over there. Brian, I like you a lot, man, but don't you ever mention Russell Wilson <laughs> in the true. same sentence or example or analogy as Barry true. freaking it's Sanders. True. True. Are you kidding me? Both Make- great. Oh. Both great. Both had some negative plays. Both had a flair for the dramatic. Oh. And we didn't crush Barry, but for oh. some reason, it's open season on Russell Wilson. Uh, are you kidding? Like, Barry had to do that. All those things Barry did, Barry had to do those things. Well, and you don't think Russ had to? No. Did he have the Cowboys offensive line the whole time over there in Seattle? Not half the time. Half the time, Russell is trying to play hero ball. He wants to be the star. He wants to make it look good. Barry Sanders, Rain Fonts, a.k.a. the name Nuke of the North by Chris Berman's nickname from the, I'm showing my age, right? By the late 80s and the early 90s, they took the fullback away from the offense and said, okay, we're just going to put up six linemen. And, hey, Barry, go just, just go win us a game, Barry, with Scott Mitchell as your quarterback. Go win us a game with Herman Moore. And Herman Moore and the other receiver were good receivers. But, Barry, bro, uh-huh. stop it. Barry. Barry, I, I I disagree. This is a guy who is known for humbly, humbly and respectfully just handing the ball to the ref. That doesn't say a guy trying to go for the uh you know uh what the dramatic dramatic flair of the dramatics to me. I no, I, I'm, you can't I don't see Russ to doing the running man out there. I don't see him. <laughs> That's because celebrating can't. like crazy, That's right? Like he, can't. he doesn't have any rhythm. Uh, he, yeah. That's true, but <laughs> but 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 I, I don't know. The whole point oh, is, man. I'm not sure why Russ gets crushed as much as he does. I'll give you a great season win total, okay? In just a minute to put this all in perspective. But okay. first, we've got a friend of America here, VJ Husky. Yes. This man, greatness oozes out of <laughs> every pore on this guy's body. He is the one, the only, Mr. Steve DeSager. Oh, my God. I heard the word poor, so it must be accurate. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. 
tip your waitress. The NBA is off tonight, gentlemen. Tomorrow there are a couple of Game 7s, and as you mentioned, it's a Game 7 weekend in these sports. NHL has three Game 7s in the first round today. One of them already in the books. Carolina has eliminated Boston 3-2. Hurricanes have won six straight Game 7s since moving from Hartford years ago. There are a couple more Game 7s tomorrow night, including Pittsburgh at the Rangers. The Penguins, Sidney Crosby, did practice today. He was out last night with a concussion. Right now, approaching mid-first period, the Lightning tied at Toronto 0-0. The late game will have the LA Kings at Edmonton 10 p.m. Eastern time. The USFL is back on Fox TV tomorrow afternoon. Today, New Jersey was a winner 27-17 over New Orleans. Tomorrow's NASCAR race will be on FS1 from Kansas 3 p.m. Eastern time. The Truck Series race is tonight on FS1 right after Cup Series qualifying. Sebastian Munoz has a one-stroke lead at the Byron Nelson over Jordan Spieth, who shot a third-round 64. The PGA Championship starts Thursday. Phil Mickelson withdrew yesterday. Novak Djokovic advanced to the final at the Italian Open, earning his thousandth career victory. The French Open starts in just over a week. Quite a ball game on FS1. Atlanta with four runs bottom of the eighth beat San Diego 6-5. The win to closer Kenley Jansen. Detroit shut out Baltimore 3-0. The Cardinals with a 4-0 shutout of San Francisco. Cards have homered in 10 straight games. Giants left 10 men on base. St. Louis has pitched six shutouts already this year. The Go A's. Cards. <laughs> yes, we have a Cardinal fan co-hosting every Saturday. He always said uh, we hear him in the background. Oakland has just won the first of two hosting the Angels. They beat the Halos 4-3 on a three-run homer bottom of the ninth off closer Rysel Iglesias. Marlins are leading the Brewers 4-1 in the bottom of the fourth. Already three long balls for Miami. The Rays at home are tied 1-1 with the Blue Jays in the bottom of the fourth. And the Cincinnati Reds don't have a hit yet. Top of the fourth, they're down 2 nothing at Pittsburgh. I will say it's been a pretty good week for the old Cincinnati Reds. The record is up to... 9 and 24 on the I keep betting against them, Steve. I got to stop doing that. (laughs) Should have been betting against the Dodgers this week instead. Probably would have won a little more. I think four or five they lost something along those lines. Back to you. (laughs) Thank you, Steve. Brian No and VJ Husky with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, VJ, I was telling you, there's a a season win total that I'll put our uh, verbal fisticuffs in perspective over here okay. on Russell Wilson. How about this? I'm looking at the teams. This is according to DraftKings. Okay. Season win totals for NFL teams. At five and a half, they've got listed the Carolina Panthers, the New York Jets, and the Seattle Seahawks. How about that? They go from a, a double-digit win team, you know, as far as their season win total, to five and a half alongside the Panthers and the Jets. Welcome to life without Russell Wilson. That's what you have to look forward to in the Pacific Northwest. Give me the over. You're taking the over? I'll take the over right now. I'll take the over right now. I'll take the over right now. They're, they're going to beat the Broncos week one. They're going to go Ooh, beat the— Yeah, really? They, okay. Yeah, they are. They are. And, this, and listen, I, I know what the NFL is doing here, and you're not going to like this because I'm going I'm to bang on Russell Wilson some more. Okay. The reason why they gave him this game so early is because I think they're thinking Seattle won't be, you know, it's too early for Seattle to really get up for this game, right? This this should be an easy game for the Broncos and all this talent to walk into. But I looked on the flip side. Coin has two sides. There's heads and tails. They know opening week who they're playing for the next four months. For the next four months, every Seattle Seahawk that played with that man has that game on their mind. So every meeting, every OTA, every mini camp, every everything, training camp preseason, they know it opens up September 12th. 
at 5.15 p.m. Western time against their against you know their former quarterback. I think they get that one. I think they beat the Lions. I think they beat the Falcons. There's three wins right there. Now they have this Cardinals, but the Cardinals I don't think has I don't think they got D hops back by then. Giants have to come out there. We don't know what Giants are going to be this year. We have no idea what's going to happen with Daniel Jones and with Saquon Barkley. Is he over the knee injury mentally? Because it looks like last year he, he he looks healthy, but it's in his head. He just doesn't run as hard. So I got six right there, and those Panthers you mentioned and the Jets. I, I think that's I, I see seven. So I, I'll take I'll take the over. I saw that uh, Vegas put that out. I said, yeah, give me the over right now. I don't know, man. It's a nasty division. I disagree with you. I don't see them beating Russell Wilson, their old quarterback, with Drew Locke. Drew Locke is their guy. <laughs> Good no, luck he's with not. that. No, he's not. He's not their guy. But I just think the rest of the team wants to be wants to be Russ. Well, they do. Yeah. I just don't think they're as good. <laughs> I, I like that matchup, though, for week one. Russ going back to Seattle yeah. as a member of the Broncos. I think that's a great, uh, what is it, Monday night football game to mm-hmm. open up the season. I'm all over that. And how about Denver? Look, I'm not bullish on how good of a season the Broncos are going to have. Okay. As much as I am about them going from the B stage to now they are they are an attraction, right? They're a team where networks are like, oh, yeah, Broncos with Russell Wilson, something different. Give us that. They're featured in primetime games in four of the first six weeks. Like, they were, I don't know, they were treated like, you ever go to someone's house and they have that one room where the door is always closed? Like, you just don't go in that room, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, that's what the Broncos used to be. Yeah. And now they're out in the open. And I don't know how successful they'll be in week one, in year one with Russ, but there's no doubt that they have gone from being in the the spare room that no one goes into to being an attraction for the NFL. And and rightfully so, right? Because Wilson is a big name. But if you look at some of the primetime games that they are playing against, look at the teams they're playing against. So it's not always just about him in a sense. October 6th, they have the Colts, right? So the Colts are a team with a great young superstar running back in Jonathan Taylor. You bring in Matt Ryan that's probably got a chip on his shoulder and still, in my opinion, where you can't really hit quarterbacks in the the NFL anymore, more of these guys are going to play to their 38, 39 years old. Guys aren't going to be ushered out of the NFL at 34 at the quarterback position like it used to be, 33. That's not happening anymore. These guys are going to still have some uh, tread on the tires. Also, the Chargers. So there's Herbert, and that game is in SoFi. So the NFL always wants to show off the new stadiums, right? And it's still kind of a new stadium SoFi. Another late game that they have, the Chiefs, Pat Mahomes. So I, I thought some of the schedule making has something to do with Russell, but they also looked at the opponent and said, okay, this is also another top opponent and top. They have the Niners, uh, another one that's, uh, I believe, a Monday night game when they played the Niners or a uh, Sunday night game where they played the Niners. And the Niners may not have, you know, is Jimmy going to be there? Is Trey Lance going to be the quarterback? But they're still the Niners. They're still a historic franchise. So I thought it was a little more than Russ. I thought the opponents had something to do with it, too. Look at you. You are the... <laughs> The Tatum basher and the Russ hater over here. Now, now what you're saying is there's some truth to it. I'm not going to say you're off in the weeds on this one, but if they still had the two-headed combination of Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, they're not on any of these games. You know what I mean? Probably so. so, Probably so. That's the other part of it is it does have a lot to do with Russ. By the way, did you catch some of these schedule release videos? Some of them are over the top. Some are pretty funny, but uh, there was one that caught my attention. Did you see the Lions? schedule release yes yes that was hilarious yes. yeah. 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 it was a self-defense training <laughs> video 
theme. It, this is the way it started off. Check this out. Right now we're going to share with you intelligent options the Detroit Lions will be using to increase winnability throughout the 2022 season. I just love that music yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, 80s, the right? 80, it's yeah. like an 80s, um, like an 80s fight scene, right? Like yeah, a, yeah, like a karate movie, 80s karate movie. Exactly. Fight scene. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, two of the funnier ones. This was uh, them releasing the game against the Vikings for this Lions video. Another way to subdue a Viking was to realize that without a helmet, they're just a average person with above average face wear. <laughs> so that's good and listen to them they're talking trash about the jets this yeah. is the lions talking trash listen to this no need to worry about disarming this team they tend to do that all by themselves <laughs> <laughs> that the lions throwing shade of all teams man hey listen you bring in you bring in danny c baby who wants to bite kneecaps i'm a dolphins fan okay so danny c i'm old enough to remember when campbell was a player for us and i always will support that man the lions were in a lot of those games last year and they were beating a lot of those teams in the fourth quarter they just don't have the horses to close out so and the jets the jets probably gonna be the worst team in the league in my opinion they're gonna be the worst team in the league i think the jags and the lions finish higher to adjust. The Jets will have the number one pick in the 2023 draft. Wow. They, maybe. I think Houston will be in that mix. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. My bad. The Texans, too. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Falcons going to be pretty rough. I don't know if they're going to be number one pick rough, but they're going to be in the area. You know who's going to be sniffing that area? I think the Bears are going to be freaking terrible. Oh, man, yeah. They didn't help out Justin Fields. I, I came Go out Bears. of that draft, dude. I was so dis- – if there was a team that I don't cheer for or hate or care about, but they have a player I like is the Bears and Justin Fields, yeah. for them to to bring zero helping for that young man on the offensive side of the ball – is and he's gonna get and you know this Brian he's yeah. gonna get all the blame they're gonna blame that kid he's in and it's like okay who am I throwing to who am I handing to what do you want what do you want me to do and it's the Packers twice it's the Lions twice I mean the Lions twice and the Vikings twice and you are playing in the NFC where there's some other good teams too so yeah I'm, I'm with you there in yeah. the Bears oh wow I didn't think about that you think the Bears finished with the worst record Brian I I think they have a better chance of finishing with the worst record than. Any, anywhere near the playoffs. Ooh. I don't oh, think yeah. they sniffed yeah. the playoffs. And just look at their receivers real fast. They've got Darnell Mooney, who's not bad, but that's your one? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's your one? You got Equinemius St. Brown. You know, I love me some Notre Dame football. But I know come you on. Do. I know you do, babe. Uh, yeah, and then Byron Pringle comes over mm. from the Chiefs. That, that's who you got. <laughs> Come on, man. And when when they were picking, they had all these young studs. And I don't believe in all these young receivers. It was a lot of receivers that went in the first three rounds. And half these guys are going to pan out and half these guys aren't. We all know half these guys won't make it through their rookie contract. But there were still some people there. There's some kids there, some guys there. They could have grabbed just to say, hey, look, look, hey, we, you know, we tried. Like, we got you. We got you. This kid, he he graded in the first round or he was a second round grade. We we did it. And they did none of that. So, man. And that's the thing is, think about this too real fast, where, look, the Chiefs went up when they drafted Mahomes. They jumped up to the 10th pick overall. Mm -hmm. The Bears jumped up to what was it, the 11th overall pick to get Justin Fields. And and the Bears, they didn't have a first-round pick this year. And they got rid of Allen Robinson, who didn't have a great season, but he's still a very good receiver. I think he's going to have a really solid season with the Rams. 
And then no Khalil Mack. He's he's gone too. They yeah. they got rid of two of their best players, and they only won six games last year. I think they're going to be awful this year. And what happened was they held on to Nagy. And see, this is what happens with the NFL is a domino effect. If you do not take care of things like right now, it's like good businesses will tell you, cut your losses now rather than later, right? Fire an employee now rather than later. The Patriots will cut and trade you a year before you start to hit right. that wall but instead of the year after because afterwards, now you're in cap hell. Now you're you're in personnel trouble. Now you're in head coaching, obligatory. You got a lame duck coach. They kept Nagy just way too long. That played a huge part into everything. And they didn't lose Robinson. Robinson won it out of there. There's a difference between losing a guy and a guy saying, listen, I'm done. Get me out of here. Quick sidebar. Michael Lervin talked the other night. He thinks he has a huge year for the Rams. He said 80, Ooh. 90. Yeah, he thinks he has. I might agree, man, because Coop, right? You got Cup on the other side. Right. Who, so you can't double You can't double either one. Right, Higby right. at the tight end. I, I might agree with him, man. I think he is going to have – I say 85 catches, yeah. 1150, nine touchdowns. Oh, I think he's sneaking up on a lot of people because yeah. he, he was just he's completely off the grid last year. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he was the only reason for that, yeah, <laughs> right? Like, exactly. he was the only reason. They yeah. were going some th- through some things over there. All right, coming up next, top of the hour, we will get to what could have been. Coming up next, though, one of the feel-good stories of the entire playoff season We'll get that to you. I'm Brian No, He's VJ Husky. This is Fox Sports Radio. Smells like ball. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, He's VJ Husky here on Fox Sports Radio. So I think, VJ, one of the feel-good stories of the entire playoffs, it's got to be Clay Thompson. He comes back from those two major knee injuries. Well, one major knee injury, the Achilles injury, right? So torn ACL, jacked up Achilles, misses two and a half seasons, yeah. and then last night drops 30 points in a closeout game against the Grizzlies. He hit eight threes. He looks like the old Clay Thompson. Not all the time, but last night was a blast from the past with Clay. And I get it. The people out there who are Grizzly fans, I doubt that he went to bed just with a huge smile on your face, like, well, hey, at least Clay's back. But 
If you didn't have a dog in the fight, I don't see how you don't look at Clay missing 941 days. Think how long that is. And for him to go through all that rehab and to get back to where he was. Like, he's not this lesser version where he's totally a role player. He's still one of their main guys. So, to see him step up like that in a game six, which he's not a stranger to doing. He loves game six. And he did it another time last night against the Grizzlies to close them out. Absolutely, man. Mama call him Clay. I'ma call him Clay, which is a very famous line from um, a movie from my childhood. Y'all know what it is, kids out there. Google it and look it up, man. Game, game, game six. Clay, man, is what I call him. And like you said, it is a feel good story, and that's because he's he, he's a feel good guy. How do you not like Clay Thompson? Like, what has he ever done? What has he ever said out of pocket? How has he ever acted on the court? Even last night when where Bay. Uh, pushes down Steph. It wasn't Draymond. It wasn't Looney. It was Clay that kind of stepped to him. Like, hey, listen, man, enough. Okay, enough of this. You guys want to be physical, but you now it's getting now it's borderline dirty because you guys are trying to play physical because you don't have the horses to run with us. And you could just see the look when he kind of did the bottom lip poke out and shaking your head. Like, okay, you've seen you've seen that face before when somebody looks at you and pokes the bottom lip out and they give you the quick three or four head nod shake. Like, okay, he go he then went off. Basically, here, hold this 30. Nice seeing you. Four game, uh, you know, four to two. See you next year. Ja, you go heal up. You're over there, you know, showing off on the bench. You're supposed to be hurt. You over here jumping around on the bench. But no, you're right, man. It's a, it's a feel, it's a, it was a great, it's a great, great feel good story, man. And, um, you know, missing the two years just really hurt, man. Other than his rookie year, you know, before the injury, Clay had paid, played 73 or more games every single year other than his rookie year until he got hurt. So, Mr. Consistency, you know he's going to be there for you. Yeah, and I thought it was also cool where some of the Warriors talked about it last night where they just uh, sort of took it for granted that Draymond talked about, hey, we just go to the Western Conference Finals. That's just what we do over here, you know? And last couple of years have been a complete grind, and it hasn't happened and uh, Clay Thompson said something similar after the game as well on the court where he was giddy. He's like, this is just unbelievable. We're going back to the Western Conference Finals. And I think this last couple of years have been very humbling for Golden State. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, not only humbling, but I, I, if, if I could real quick, I would just want to give props to the coaching staff there. Steve Kerr, two, three years ago, they knew they were going to go through this, right? And Draymond could have you know, did what athletes do today. Oh, I don't want to be here. Steph could have right? been the main guy saying, oh, I don't want to be here. Move me. No, they stuck with it, man. Steph got hurt. Draymond missed uh, 25, 26 games this year, but they stuck with it but what that coaching staff did was get like Kaminga ready get Paul ready um, uh, Peyton the second ready they worked on the other guys that they knew they were going to need and now you're starting to see the fruition of that come uh, come to the service but can I just really quick too can we not get Mike Brown to coach no more like seriously <laughs> like for real Steve Kerr please come back like do you buy Mike Brown bro like be honest like when he's no. talking do you buy that guy no we'll get into more of okay. Mike Brown <laughs> okay. and- all right, my bad. Oh, this is actually the perfect segue into what could have been. We'll lay it out for you right around the corner. Hang with us right here. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. We've got the, uh, I don't know, like the warm-up bands for Game 7 weekend, VJ. We've got three <laughs> NHL games today. Yeah. Lightning, the back-to-back defending champs. They've got a one nothing lead through one period over the Maple Leafs. We saw a little bit earlier the Hurricanes they took down. The Bruins, they move on. And then we have the table all set for two Game 7s tomorrow in the NBA. Also two more in the NHL. But which are you more looking forward to? Is it the Bucks celtics or are you more looking forward to that Mavs-Suns game? It's actually a tie for me if I can go off script here. I'm, I'm definitely into the Bucks and Celtics because I put uh, money on the Bucks back in February at a plus 750 to come out of the East. So I need the Ooh. Bucks to win tomorrow to keep my money alive. And I am a blue shirt Ranger fan all my life. Down 3-1 to the pins. We bounce back with two back-to-back 5-3 wins, man. And tomorrow we have to cap it off. We've had a great great season and I need my Rangers to continue so I'm into the game seven so I'm gonna grab one hockey and one basketball if I can but between the Suns and Mavs and the Celtics and Bucks I'm definitely riding with that Bucks game seven tomorrow that Bucks game seven yeah what a weird series too for the Mavs and Suns where the home team has won in big fashion Mm -hmm. throughout all of the first six games and then you look at the other side of it where that Bucks Celtics series the road team has won four of six games. So it's strange. It's not so much home court advantage in that Bucks celtics series. It's been the ultimate home court advantage for Mavs-Suns. Yeah, but it also tells you what – you know what? I love when road teams win in the playoffs because it shows you what defense and what heart and what timely shooting can do for you. It's easy to win at home. Like when people go up 2-0, right? When a home team goes up 2-0, what do, what do, what do all the analysts say? They do what they're supposed to do. What does Shaq? Shaq right. gets on TV and goes, that's what they were supposed to do. When me and Kobe <laughs> and D-Fish and Robert Ory, big shot, Bob, you know, we get two, win two, go on the road, cancel them out. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed Story to win. So life, I love. Uh, oh, okay. Was that was I close? <laughs> was I, <laughs> that's pretty close, yeah. <laughs> I love to do Shaq when I'm doing my stand-up man up. on stage. You got to add that, the man up. <laughs> man up. <laughs> Give him the ball. When I got a bum on my back, give me the ball. Barbecue chicken. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I love when road teams win. So, complete contrast, as you said, to these two series, man. But, God, I want I want the Mavs to win so bad tomorrow. So yeah. bad tomorrow. 
It's just it's strange to me how Phoenix can look so different between being at home and being on the road. Both teams have, but especially for the Suns because they're the one seed. They have the most regular season wins, and it's jarring, right? It's If it's Suns, Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, we've seen warts from both teams. Goodness, you had Golden State down by 55 in Game 5 against Memphis. Yeah. That was unbelievable to me, but... It'd be interesting to see what happens going forward. I also think this, VJ, to throw it in a different direction, what could have been? You were just talking about the Sacramento Kings hiring Mike Brown, and that's actually the fourth Golden State assistant they've hired to be their head coach (laughs) since 2013. (laughs) They've hired four different Golden State assistants since 13. That's crazy to me, but just think about this. What if the Sacramento Kings, what if they made the right choice instead of the wrong choice? Like, what if they, instead of drafting Marvin Bagley, what if they drafted Luka Doncic? They could have Luka in Sacramento right now. Um, and they chose not to. Or or they could have Jaron Jackson Jr., who's been very good for the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. who we saw last night. Mm-hmm. They could have had Trey Young, but they, they went with Marvin Bagley, who's not even there anymore. He's yeah. gone. Yeah, he's out in Detroit uh, playing for my Pistons that are trying to rebuild. Look, I, what I try to do, stay away from Brian sometimes, is the what ifs. Uh, Chris Broussard was on my show the day of the draft when Tatum was going to be drafted. Yes. We both agreed on air. I, we, the clips are still posted on my website. We thought that Tatum should have been the number one pick that day. We both said it. We're like, hey, I, we know he, we knew he wasn't going to be, but I said, Chris, if you would you take Tatum, he goes, yeah, I, I take Tatum one number one. I said, yeah, yeah, me too. So we can, we can always, you know – Hindsight's twenty twenty, but when I look at the Kings, the Kings are just the Kings, man. We're talking about a franchise, 74 seasons, a 454 winning percentage, and 29 playoff appearances, playoff seasons, over 74 seasons. So even if they did get Luka, would they really be any better, Brian? Oh, yes. They'd be worlds better than where they are right playoff now. Te- playoff, Brian? Uh, they would be a playoff team with Luka Doncic. Really? Okay, yes. Okay. L- look at look at Dallas's team. You were just talking about he doesn't have a number two star. Like Jalen Brunson is good. He's going to get paid. He's not a star. No. He's not even an all star. No. <laughs> True. And, and True. they're one win away from taking down the team with the best record in basketball. Like absolutely, the Kings would be in the playoffs with Luka Doncic. In sports, do you think sometimes the team – I don't like curses, okay, but, like, the Lions are the Lions. The Royals are the Royals, right? The Jags are the Jags. Like, over our lifetime of watching tons of sports, just we've never seen certain teams good. And if we did, they were good for just a little spurt, and then they were bad again like they've always been. The Browns, the Bengals, right? They, It's just kind of what I've seen. And I think even if they would have had Luka, yeah, you, you might have got about a two-, three-year spurt out of it. But sooner or later, Luka's going to want out. He's not going to want to stay there. You're going to have to move or he's going to leave as a free agent, and you're right back to being the bad Kings. Well, who knows how it would shake out. They've sure. been bad for a long time, yeah. but I know you remember the era of Chris Webber yes. and Stoyakovich yeah. and Bobby Jackson and Bibby, and that was a really good team. Great they team. They might have won a championship if not for the Lakers being in their way. Yeah. Those were some close series, right, with Vladi batting the ball out, oh, Ori man. hitting the three, and yep. Bro, they, they would have been up 3-1 if not for that sequence right there. At, so You're right, and Bibby was giving them the 
business. They had no answer for Mike Bibby. And that was Bibby's kind of coming out like, yeah, you guys, it was, it was Miles Simons at Arizona and he won Final Four MVP. But trust me, I was the big dog really there grooming coming up after that. But yeah, I agree with you. If it's not for the Lakers. Also, remember, they had what they had a home court advantage in one of those Western Conference finals and had a game seven at home yeah. and couldn't knock off. Kobe and the big Aristotle. That's the crazy thing with Luca. What he's done through 22 playoff games, he's averaging 32 and a half points, mm. 9.3 rebounds, eight and a half assists. Like he's in the neighborhood of averaging a triple double through 22 playoff games. LeBron, like th- he's just that guy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, it, the Kings would be in a much different spot if they had him. I also think. I know you're not fond of the what ifs. That's why I'm going to throw like nine others at you, <laughs> That's fine. BJ. But throw them at me, baby. <laughs> you mentioned Jason Tatum, who was magnificent. You thought he was like slightly better than okay last night, apparently. <laughs> he was outstanding last night against the Bucks with 46 points. But the Lakers. What if the Lakers went with Jason Tatum instead of Lonzo Ball? What if? What if the Sixers? Who mm. they made the deal with Danny Ainge and the Celtics yep. to move up and get Markel Fultz. Mm. What if they had Tatum in Philly right now? Yeah. Now that one I will agree with you. Is because Tatum I still think is a really, really good player. So if the Lakers go get him, they're they probably never have LeBron because then you don't move you probably don't lose Randall to free agency. And you still probably have Ingram because now you got two Dukies, right? So you got two Dukies on the squad. You got Randall. You can add some other pieces. Caruso probably doesn't leave, right? You probably still got Caruso there. And you don't have to, you know, sell the farm because LeBron told you to do so. So I will agree agree with you with that one if the Lakers had have taken him but we also thought Lonzo was transcending and was the next Jason Kidd mm-hmm. John Stockton type guy we thought that we thought that was coming with Lonzo so it wasn't like they it wasn't, it's not like Lonzo's a bum Lonzo got hurt this year so Lonzo's still a great player a really good not great really good player but I agree with you on that if Tate, we can redo that one Markel folks I'm gonna just let me just say a prayer for that kid man they missed it they man. messed that kid shot up I don't I'm not I watched him in college Brian I saw him in Washington yeah. I have no idea what they did to that kid when he got to the league. Yeah, he had that shoulder issue, and now he's down in Orlando, and he's played pretty well. He's just he's got to get over those injury issues, right? Yeah. But man, Tatum in Philly, we're this is the off season of what's Philly going to do? Are they re-upping with James Harden? Are they going to back up the Brinks truck? Is Doc back? Like, there's all this uncertainty with Philly, and just imagine if it was Embiid and Tatum. As the foundation of your franchise, they were one pick away from having that be the case. Yeah. And and I also think if you throw this out in football, and I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew the answers at the time because I didn't, but it's just crazy to see how it played out. We were just talking about the Chicago Bears. Like, they moved up to number two overall to get Mitch Trubisky Mm. in the same draft where it's Patrick Mahomes, Mm. who is a freaking stud (laughs) and Deshaun Watson who I mean he's got the uh, pending lawsuits but on the field we don't doubt his talent on the field whatsoever and the Bears instead moved up one spot to get Trubisky who's not even there anymore and and boy back to to those those Bears again but if I could with Philly they don't have to worry about the Brinks truck backing up for Harden. Harden's going to opt in for this last part of it. I think it's like forty right. something million dollars. Yeah. And I know people are upset about that, but I don't. I I am never 
upset with a pro athlete getting his money because that's what the game is, right? Your agent is supposed to cut the deal so he could get the biggest percentage and you could get the biggest deal. So you're mad at me because I'm going to opt into the money you guaranteed I could have this year? No, whatever. Right. Go kick rocks. I'm opting in. I think the Brinks truck will have to back in next year. But him, like Russell Westbrook here in L.A., they're going to opt into these 40-plus million oh, yeah. dollar deals. They're not going to – they're not walking away from these deals because their, their, their value has been destroyed through social media and through debate shows every morning. So I, I I totally agree with that. But with Doc and Embiid, with Doc, like I said, it's it's the same movie, man. We we've, we've seen this in them before. And one year with Boston, that was 08. That's 12 years ago, people. Like yeah. when you think about, excuse me, I'm sorry, 13, 14 years ago. Right. Let it let it go, people. Like that was a long time ago. And even after that, people came out. Even players there. Oh, anybody could have coached us that year. Big Baby Davis said it. Rondo said it. Like oh yeah, eh, you know Doc. Yeah. So <laughs> they. Hey, I'm just telling you. Hey, don't shoot the messenger, man. They're the ones that said it, so I'm gonna t- I'm gonna put it out there and talk about it. But um, as far as break back back in that Brinks truck up, they don't have to worry about that this year. James Harden's no. gonna opt into his money. Yeah, and you're. I'll say this real fast. I'm with you on that one. Where I just wish it was even. You know, if uh, a player who's underperformed his contract still has the option to opt in, mm-hmm. like that's part of the contract. Why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Because you see teams, especially in the NFL. Where they're like, hey, you're underperforming your contract. So this contract, rip, 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 right? And it's not the same reaction. If it's okay for the team to to go in a different direction, it should be okay for the player to say, no, 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 we've got a, we've got a deal here. And even though I'm underperforming, the value of it, like I, I can, I still have the option to opt in. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But it's not taken the same way, right? It's just not even the way it's viewed. Which is weird because... Fans love their teams and they love their players, but in you'll cut you, if a guy gets cut, fans are like, well, you know, yeah, he can't stay healthy, or you know, he dropped too many balls, or he fumbles too much, or and when a guy opts in and he's not performing, but if you're not performing at your job at the mall or your job as an insurance agent or your job as a secretary of defense, you know, you still get to opt in for your money. You still get your money. So I'm all for people getting their money, but you're right, it's not the same reaction when teams cut players. From uh, from being underpaid, that's why I think NFL needs guaranteed contracts because it's the most physical game. Those that's where I hate to see it done. And the NBA is guaranteed money. You see, guys stay the same player for eight nine years. They don't get better because they're going to get paid. You know, I'll say this. I'll put a bow on the what could have been thing. It just it makes me wonder what will be the what could have been talk after let's say this NFL draft that was just had. Right? Like, what's the what could have been? Will it be not taking Aiden Hutchinson and instead Trayvon, Trayvon Walker? Or, right? Like I, That's what I wonder because we've seen this throughout sports. Year in, year out is uh, go back to Darko Milicic instead of Carmelo Anthony. and You know what I mean? Like oh, that all hurt. that type of stuff. That hurt. <laughs> Man. It's, and we've seen it in the 2017 and 2018 drafts in the NBA taking – Lonzo Ball over Tatum or Marvin Bagley over Luka Doncic. You're seeing Tatum and Doncic go off in the playoffs right now. You can't be one of those franchises and not think what if. If you're the guy who made the decision as the GM to draft the dudes that didn't pan out, how do you not think about that all the time? That would always be on your mind. I agree with you, man. If I can't really quit, I'll throw one name. My big what if in this draft was Malik Willis. I believe in this kid, and on my own show before the draft, my comparison was nailed with NFL Network's comparison. I said, guys, trust me, this is Steve McNair all over again, and you guys are missing the boat on this guy. 
Man, I don't see it whatsoever. I think he's got <laughs> just the guy written all over him okay. in big okay. bold letters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like That'll that. That'll be just one of our guy. friendly wagers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no problem. No problem. We'll talk off air. Yeah, I like that. I'm a cheap date. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we could come up with terms on air too. You yeah, know, yeah, I can take hey, advantage of this. Listen, uh, well, you know, robbing them do wings all the time. My thing is Grubhub <laughs> right now. If m- most of my bets are you got to pay for my food. So I'll text you one day when you owe me. It's like, yo, you know what? I'm kind of hungry right now. So I'm going to get me some Lucille's barbecue. Uh, I'll send you my order. You I need, uh-huh. pay for that. You need to I order. like that. Yep, you need to order, put it on your card and have it delivered. And I would like it in the next hour and a half. I'm going to go shower really quick. I dig and, it. And uh, chill with my son. And I expect my food to be here in, in 90 minutes. Thank you very I much. I like that. Yeah. We'll try to uh, yeah, we'll up. try to come up with a deal okay. later on in the show today, for sure. Awesome. All right, coming up next, it's a shame this happened, but we got to be reasonable about it. I'm Brian No, He's VJ Husky. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. DJ Vernon Husky back in Fox Sports Studios out here in Los Angeles, man. My man, Brian No is having some type of technical difficulties. We'll get him back on in a minute, though, man. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday. Great show lineup today, man. Great topics. We have been going at it. I've been allowed to start some stuff and get some things going, man, with Russell Wilson, a.k.a. Sierra's man. I call him Sierra. I know that's kind of mean. Talking about Jason Tatum, too. Malik Willis, guys, I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all better jump on that plane right there, man. And <laughs> Brian said he is just another guy. I love that, though. But we definitely got to make some bets there, man, and figure that out. So uh, I do know they wanted to touch on some more of the NFL topics and some of the uh, schedule stuff that we did have going on here earlier, too, man. Some topics and some schedule stuff I wanted to bring up and talk about because we were talking about the games and everybody is into the schedule and we're looking at these matchups and just some matchups I wanted to give you guys that I think are juicy. These are juicy like a Habit Burger juicy. If you live in L.A. and you go to Habit Burger, man, those are some good, juicy burgers. It's not like that dry stuff over in and out, man. This, this, this is this is the good stuff over here. But Packers and Bucks, come on, man. A Rod and Tom. You got the Chiefs at the Bucks in Week Four. Tom and Pat Mahomes. Week Ten, Commanders at Philly. That is Wentz 
going back to the city of brotherly love. My man, Brian, we back? No. We're back, man. We're back. I was just dumbfounded here because I'm reading Emmett, uh, my guy, a.k.a. Blind Seahawks fan. It's my guy. I, he's my guy, too. And I think you're poisoning America here, DJ. <laughs> I, I don't want to go too far with this, but he said, I told no last night how interesting. How interesting Jason Jason has played. He's talking about Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Jason dropped 46 yesterday, 34 on Wednesday. I mean, it's not even close to LBJ, but still good. What? Like how? I, I, I need you to break this down for me exactly. How can Jason Tatum going for 46, 9, and 4 in an elimination game on the road not even be close to LeBron's, again, epic performance, 10 years ago when he dropped 45, 15, and 5. How is it not even close? Because Paul Pierce actually did it twice and two other occasions for the Celtics scoring 40-plus in elimination games for the Boston Celtics. So it's not even something that's never even, even happened like in their franchise. And then once again, I know I'm shocking the hell out of a lot of people Man. because as much LeBron bashing as I do, it's not even close to what LeBron Ooh, has done. How? It's because, how? oh my, are you kidding me? Like, LeBron was doing triple, triple doubles. I don't care. It's one game. LeBron was doing like 45, 15, 13 by himself. He with, did 45, 15, with, and 5, with, which was an epic performance. How can 46, 9, and 4 not be anywhere close? It's six fewer rebounds. That's it. See, and it's not even close? No, because I, I look at it like this. You're looking at the numbers, and I don't think you're looking at the game. When LeBron was doing it, you had zero answers. There was nothing you can do. There was no defender you had. There was no scheme you had. There was no coaching move you could have made. That was just greatness being displayed in front of the world to see. Last night felt like a guy whose jumper started falling and the opposing coach not saying, okay, Trap, get the ball out of his hands. Giannis, you're on him for the rest of the game. Length, Portis, uh, and Portis, you're on him for something. They did nothing. He'd light up everybody. Not, and not, you know this. Uh, Deep down, you know this. Not Giannis. Not Giannis. It, not Giannis. They didn't put Giannis on KD last year, right? Because they knew KD would eat him up. I, I don't know. Did they know KD would eat him up, or did they just pretty much say, we're going to let KD go get his, and, we'll, and we'll, 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 we'll hold everybody else down? We'll let KD get his, and we'll just hold everybody else down. They know that as brilliant of a defender as Giannis is, there are some dudes where he's just not going to lock him up. I mean, there's a reason. If Giannis could lock up KD, he would have been on KD. If Giannis could lock up Jason Tatum, there's no reason for him not to be on him. I mean, Tatum went for 46. If if you've got a guy that can significantly slow him down or stop him, you'd be out of your mind not to do that. The the fact is they. He can't. He can't shut him down. He's you he got shut Boston down to bowl proof. You got Boston tomorrow? <sighs> ah, oh, 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 oh. I, you know, game seven. <laughs> the road teams have been tough. <laughs> been very tough. I would, man, if I had to, VJ, if I had to bet on this game, just had to, well, I would bet on do. Boston. Let's I say would you bet do. Okay, how about a Grubhub? Me and you, right now. You got Milwaukee? Yes. Man, I hate to put a Grubhub on it. But yeah, just for fun, let's yep, do it. Just for fun. Just for fun. Just a Grubhub. I'm a cheap date, man. I, I, like, I like sandwiches and chips and the ginger ale. I don't order a lot. <laughs> now, what? what is the point of 
wow, let's say I win, and you're just like, wow, no, you're kind of taking advantage of this bet over here with, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what, what's the, no, Never. no, there Never. is no cap on this. Never. I, 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 well, I mean, there's got to be, there's right? A gentleman, no, here's the thing it's an unwritten guy yeah. code. What guy yeah, code? Yeah. It's guy code, okay? Right. I would never. I, I've won grub hubs <laughs> from guys. I keep it. I keep it within the meal and a meal, and that includes an appetizer, a meal, and a piece of cheesecake if that's what I ordered. Uh, okay, yeah. that's a meal. You don't get the order for your family. I didn't say you can order for your kids, your wife, your cousin Boudreaux that came over, your cousin that just got out that's that's sleeping on your sofa until he can get his stuff together. Uh-huh. I, I I did not say I was feeding them. This is your day where everybody's gone, and you're like, you know what? I'm sitting here on the sofa. I'm relaxing. Wife and kids are gone. I'm hungry. Ooh, yeah. VJ. Hey, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair that's enough. That's how I would do it. I wouldn't order for my My wife would get mad. She'd be like, where'd you where'd you get this hokey from? Be like, uh, this is actually one in the bet. You didn't get me one? Well, you weren't in the bet, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> By the way, are you bullish on the on the Bucks tomorrow? No, I'm 100 and I told you I put I put money on the plus 750 back in. Like, oh, that's bad. what. Yeah, okay. man, I'm to come out the east. So, so it's not just committed tomorrow. is what yes, you're saying. Yes, I am all the way. But but <laughs> it is not just the money thing. I I Brian, one thing about me, man, is I trust champions. I go with the champions yeah. if they hey, bring it back I, yeah. the same team. Yeah, I go with champions. And I hear you too. I just I go back to game five, and look, give the Bucks credit, they pulled it out, but they're down by. Were they down double digits with a couple minutes to go? Yep. I have to go back. Was that how much they were down? Yeah, like 13. You don't win games typically when you're down by that much. No. And look, Giannis hit the three, but you don't get an offensive rebound after the Portis miss. You're done. Yep. You don't get an offensive rebound after the Giannis missed free throw. When a couple of Celtics collided, Marcus Smart just, you know, uh, collides with Jalen Brown. That game's over, most likely. So I keep going back to that. I realize no two games are the same, but I can't get game five out of my mind and also how great Boston played in game six. We'll see, man. It should be a lot of fun tomorrow. Yeah, they just normally don't get back-to-back great games, man. I would love to see the spread. I don't know if you have DraftKings up in front of you or anything up in front of you to see what this – I know it's only probably a point or two. It's not going to be big because it's going to be be a close game. Listen to this. Yeah, what you got, babe? Celtics minus five. Oh, wow. I see it. Oh, my God. Oh, definitely give me the bucks with the five. (laughs) Definitely give me the bucks with the five. And give me the over. They're crazy. Give me the over and a 206 and a half. 206 and a half is really low, man. Really low. Yeah. All right. We've got uh, a guy who is not really low. He is actually really high all the time on kindness and championship information. Mm. He is a friend of America. He goes by the name of Mr. Steve DeSager. Hey, Steve. Hello once again, gentlemen. If you're talking championships, you're not talking Toronto Maple Leafs. They're in action right now in one of the three NHL playoff Game 7s going on. A little context. Toronto, one of the proud franchises, one of the original NHL franchises, last won the Stanley Cup in 1967. It hasn't even won a playoff series since 2004. And in fact, we're in a Game 7 tonight. Toronto in its last eight games with a chance to eliminate the opponent, 0-8. And Tampa Bay took Game 6 in overtime in this series to stay alive. Toronto's at home and getting shut out. Eight minutes left in the second period. Lightning leading 1-0. The place went nuts because they thought the Leafs just a couple minutes ago had the tying goal. 
it was waved off from an interference penalty. Carolina eliminated Boston 3-2 in a Game 7. The late contest in an hour and a half will have the LA Kings at Edmonton. Two more Game 7s in hockey tomorrow night. The NHL is starring this weekend, but as you mentioned at the top of the show, there are a couple of Game 7s in the NBA as well. No NBA tonight. Two Game 7s tomorrow. Milwaukee at Boston, then Dallas at Phoenix to end the second round. To Major League Baseball, the Blue Jays are still tied 1-1 at the Rays. That game's in the top of the eighth. Each of the runs was scored in the very first inning of the game. It has stayed 1-1 since. Also in progress, Marlins now up 5-1 on the Brewers. Bottom of the sixth, Miami with three homers in the fourth inning. Well, the Reds are still getting shut out. At Pittsburgh, it's Pirates 3-0 over Cincinnati. Top of the seventh, and the Reds have just two hits. Their record currently stands at 9-24. Red Sox are leading 6-1 at Texas, bottom of the fourth. Red Sox just 12-20 this year. Oakland won the first of a doubleheader against the Angels 4-3 on a three-run homer, bottom of the ninth. Atlanta scored four runs, bottom of the eighth, to beat the Padres 6-5 on FS1. St. Louis shut out San Francisco 4-0. RBI doubles in the seventh for Paul Gold. Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Detroit shut out Baltimore by a 3-0 final. And the Nationals lead Houston 4-2. Bottom of the fourth, back to you. Thank you, Steve DeSager. Brian No, and VJ Husky with you here on Fox Sports Radio. I wanted to toss this around with you here, VJ, where uh, no John Morant last night mm-hmm. for the Grizzlies. He missed the last three games of the series with that knee injury. Suffered the knee injury in game three. The Grizzlies say that it had to do with Jordan Poole grabbing the knee and and slight tug. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I think it's incredibly unfortunate that Ja missed the final three games. Who knows how that series shakes out if Ja's healthy the whole time. But my view is we got to be reasonable about this because we can't make a slight knee twist like the slightest of knee twists out to be like I don't know Jordan Poole just picked him up and slammed him on his shoulder and it was dislocated (laughs) or something like that like those plays happen in basketball no it's not a basketball play but let's not make more out of it just because an injury that was very unfortunate might have followed how do you see it no I, I totally agree with you man I I had a problem with Memphis this year. I really did. I I don't mind Moxie. I don't mind trash talking. I don't mind, you know, young, exuberant hype. I don't mind it. I do think, though, you need to be humble enough and real enough and self-aware enough of how to tailor it when you get to a certain portion of the city and you're going against certain guys and certain teams. You've won nothing. You've done nothing. You had a great regular season in a year where a lot of Western Conference teams weren't as good as people thought they were going to be, and you guys got on a little run there, and you, you had a great year. Applaud. But to uh, like fake tough guys, it's like the it's like the kid who gets loud in the cafeteria once all the teachers surround the fight, right, or the soon-to-be fight. That's who Memphis kind of reminds me of. You know, it's like you want to start it, but now there's the excuses, and now now, now the teacher's around. Now you're loud. Now now you're really ready to fight. Well, you had a chance to throw a punch before the teacher got across the cafeteria. You didn't do it. Now you want to act like you're doing it. That's who Memphis uh, reminds me of. And the, listen, if he's if he had a knee issue from that grab, his yeah. hand actually like slipped off. I didn't. He didn't even grab him. It's kind of like a. I don't know, a t- polar tug is what they want to use the adjective to try to describe it. I just thought it was a regular basketball play and not even a basketball play, and they were set to start to make the excuses 
right? this is why, yeah, this is why they were going to lose to the um, to the Warriors. But I, I'm not high on on Memphis. I like Ja, but I've seen him before. His name was Derrick Rose, and these knee Ooh. injuries. Yeah, man, I've seen I've yeah. seen Ja before. Ja's nothing I haven't seen. It's nothing you haven't seen. We've seen this type of player before. You know, I think that it, it doesn't add up. Is one of the things I think is it was a bone bruise. Yeah. How how did he get a bone bruise from Jordan Poole yeah. slightly twisting the knee or tugging at the knee, whatever you want to say? That doesn't add up to a bone bruise to me. So I don't know why anyone would be convinced. Maybe it's just easier to think that way of, oh, it's because Jordan Poole did this and this is BS. Where. I don't know that that's the case at all. I just know it was unfortunate that Ja got hurt for whatever reason he got hurt. But I think this is very similar, VJ, to a take foul. Like, you see this all the time in the NBA. That's not a basketball play. If there's a fast break and someone's going to go in for an easy dunk or a layup, someone will just run over and, and take the foul. Yeah, That's not a basketball play. But we don't blow that out of proportion. And I don't think we should blow out of proportion what Jordan Poole did. He was trying to prevent Ja from getting the basketball. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's not the end of the world. I don't think that's even in the same zip code as Dylan Brooks clobbering oh. Gary Payton the second in the back of the head in midair and him breaking an elbow. Like those two things are way opposite from each other in my view. Well, Brooks's play was dirty. And and Kerr said it during that that when they interviewed the coaches between quarters, and he said, you know, you knew they were going to come out physical. What'd you think about the physicality? He said that wasn't physical. That was dirty. That was dirty. If you go back and look at this play, and I don't want to hear about his reputation. He doesn't have a reputation of being a dirty player. When you take a hard swipe like that from a player that has jumped off of two feet, which means he stopped his momentum to then do a two foot jump to dunk the ball. He's nowhere near the ball. When he goes to swipe, if you look at his face, he's not even looking at the ball he's not even looking at Gary Payton Jr. He it's just a dirty play and it's an unwritten rule that he broke so that play was dirty the Jordan Poole play yeah was just yeah basketball but what it makes me do also it makes my my respect for Ja just drop a little bit because like no excuses man no excuses bro like it, it is what it is and you guys are talking a lot and this is part of the game and then this is not what you got to deal with yeah uh, look they're on the the come up for sure and I, I thought they? it was interesting. I do. I think so. Mm. They've got a young, deep team. They just went six games with Ja missing half the series with the Warriors, who might end up winning the whole thing. You know, and and Dylan Brooks, he said after the series, he was like, "Yeah, they're getting old, and we're gonna be here." I'm paraphrasing, but. <laughs> Uh, you're not buying them in the future? No, not at No, all. you're not. No, no, not at all. This is what happens in the NBA, right? Okay, so you get a young superstar, right? Once again, when have we ever seen Memphis like be really, really good? We've seen Memphis have some glitches. We've never seen them be really, really good. But sooner or later, you got to start to pay these people. you got to start to pay players. And other other teams in other cities are going to start to be bigger attractions for them than Memphis. Ja's not going to stay here no more than six or seven years. Sooner or later, he'll want to he'll, he'll use the I want to win. He'll use the, I want to win, I want to get... No, this team is not going to be anything in the future. I love Jaron Jackson Jr. Old enough to remember his pop hitting threes and doing the shake loose face with the lips and the cheeks, flopping back and forth after he would hit a three for the San Antonio Spurs back in the day. But I'm not buying this team for the future. Good next year. You know, 50-plus one team again next year, but they'll run into somebody. They'll run into a more seasoned team. The Clippers will be back next year. You think think Denver's going to be better next year? Mm -hmm. You think the Clippers are going to be better next year? The Lakers, we don't know what they're going to do yeah no I, I i'm not i'm not buying them for the not future no i think they're a good How about this novelty team for now 
This would be a good Grubhub bet. Okay. I'm noticing something here. Okay. Uh, you know, you mm-hmm. and I are prone to making bets. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how about? I think it's a good bet. I think it's actually in your favor a bit. But I think these are pretty even odds. Okay. I'm going to say the Grizzlies win at least one championship in the next five years. Not a chance. You went in on that? Not here. I'll I'll do you one better. Okay. I'll double back on that bet. They don't. Even, they never see a finals. Oh oh oh! I, I, that you're on with that. They never. Right, they so never it, see a finals, Brian. Oh. They'll definitely be in the finals. What? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> in the next five years? He's right. Dirty Dylan Brooks is right about Golden State. They're getting old. You think five years from now they're going to be the team to beat? No way. Look at Chris Paul. Not, old. You're going to count on Kawhi Leonard being around? I, I didn't say I didn't say that the that the that the Warriors are going to be the ones that stop them. I'm just simply telling you, not only will Memphis not win a championship in the next five years, they won't see an NBA Ooh. Finals. Oh, in I the love next that five bet. years. Oh, I love Memphis. They might see the Finals next season. They <laughs> might be there. They might be there next season. As long as there's no we need to triple knee, this back. We, we, we'll, we'll triple that bet. I'll triple that bet. <laughs> We're going to have Grubhub for days, you yes. know? Yes. Yes. All right, coming up next, <laughs> one of the winners of the offseason actually missed half of last season. We'll tell you about that. I'm Brian No, He's VJ Husky. This is Fox Sports Radio. Settle down just a little bit. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, He's VJ Husky here on Fox Sports Radio. So one of the winners of the offseason, VJ, how about Jameis Winston, Saints quarterback? Because you look at what they've done. We were talking about the Bears and what they haven't done to provide weapons for Justin Fields. Look at what Jameis Winston has. He missed half the season due to that torn ACL. And all of a sudden they get Michael Thomas back healthy from the ankle injury, which caused them to miss the entire you know, 2021 season. You get Jarvis Landry, and you also draft Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot to work with. And by the way, Jameis, pretty good. Did a lot better than a lot of people thought he would do. 14 touchdowns, three interceptions last year, and his season was cut short due to that knee injury. But I was looking this up, VJ. Their leading receiver in terms of catches last season was Alvin Kamara 
with yeah. 47 grabs. And their leading receiver in terms of reception yards, receiving yards, was Marquez Callaway, and he didn't even have 700 receiving yards last year. Those were their leading guys. And now you get the trio of Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry. You can do a whole lot worse than that. Yeah, you can do a whole lot worse with it. But first to my man, Famous Jameis, a.k.a. Crab Legs. I've been a fan of him, man, since he was at FSU. I, I loved the kid. I loved him as the number one overall pick. I thought he got a raw deal uh, down there in Tampa, and I get it. If you can get Thomas, you know, Thomas the Great, then you get Thomas the Great, and it just is what it is. But I agree with you. I like these moves, and I saw the Jarvis Landry. I saw the juice signing. He's going back home, and they signed Honey Badger on the defensive side of the ball. Another yeah. uh, Louisiana, New Orleans uh, resident, um, uh, child, kid, kid there, however you want to say it, kid coming back home, and both LSU Tiger guys. So I, I love what they've done there. And here's a team you got to kind of look at and go, okay, this division's not going to be great. You know, you got Thomas the Great in the Bucks and Carolina. Okay, what are they going to be? You said yourself, Atlanta. I think Atlanta will be better than people think, but Atlanta, right? What, what, what are they going to be? So this is an opportunity for them maybe to slide in and steal a wild card yeah. off of some of these moves they've made because the NFC East, you got, I think the Eagles will win that division. Please don't talk to me about Dallas. The Commanders are rebuilding and the Giants are rebuilding. So neither one of those teams are going to make the playoffs. So I, I agree with you, man. I I, I kind of like what they've set up for for famous Jameson. If he can come back off that knee and uh, be healthy, I kind of like what they may be able to do. And I'll go with you. Man. I think they're gonna steal a wild card. I'll say it right now, May Saints get a wild card in the playoffs this year. I'm I'm on fire today. There's no Grubhub on this. No, no, no. We agree because yeah, we're on the same page. But think yeah. about this, man. Sometimes it it looks too good to be true because that's the case. <laughs> I'm just looking at the season win total. Yeah. They have them at eight. You know, the other team they have at eight at DraftKings? Washington. Now, granted, the NFC East. Think about this. If you are, if you're Washington in the NFC East, you got to play the Cowboys twice. Yep. Right? You got to play the Giants, which is favorable twice, but you got to play Philly twice. You got to play the Cowboys and Philly twice. Is that easier than what the Saints have to deal with? Tampa is a monster. But you mentioned the other teams, Atlanta, Panthers. I think it's more favorable for the Saints in their division than it is for Washington in theirs. Absolutely. But I do think Washington splits with Dallas because they normally do. Washington normally splits with Dallas. I don't think they've swept each other or Dallas has swept them in, in some years. Yeah. I think they could probably get both Giants games. We'll, like I said, we'll figure out what Daniel Jones is having there with offensive line, Saquon, and the receiving core, and even the defense there. So I agree with you. The Saints have an easier division rec- yeah. uh, schedule. But once again, Brian, we sit here, man, we say this, man, and on October 9th, we'll look at – uh, Falcons at the Saints, right? And we'll go, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And we'll look at the spread. Oh, oh look, sure. Five, yeah. and a half, five and a half? They just got to win yeah. my touchdown? Oh, yeah, I'm taking that. I'm taking but that. But you know down. what's crazy, too, is New Orleans swept Tampa last season. Sure did. Sure they did. beat them twice. They beat them. That was the first game was when Jameis got hurt. Yep. They finished that game with Trevor Simeon. Yep. And then they shut him out 9 nothing on the road. Yep. <laughs> so, I you mean. J- you just never know, man. Yeah, two of Tampa's four losses on the season were to the Saints twice. Remember what the Saints did to Packers week one. Yeah, oh gosh. Crushed them in Jacksonville. Yeah, blew them off the field. Yeah, Yeah, man. Maybe that's one of the better bets is Saints over eight. I I think they've got a great chance to be a wild card team. Look at the NFC. Yeah. 
Like, I'm with some you, of man. these teams, they got to sneak in as wild cards. I think the Saints have a great shot to be one of those squads. Yeah. yeah. Right, w- w- would you take the over on that? Just really quick, would you take yeah. the over or the under? I would. Okay. I would take that. Okay. All right, coming up next, there were a lot of people that were passionate about this argument. They have scattered like cockroaches. <laughs> There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. I'll tell you what, VJ, I am I'm perplexed right now. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with all these Grubhub meals that I have coming to me here. You mean that you have to pay? No, and I'm going to have meals no. galore over Yummy. here. Where no. We have the Grizzlies in the finals oh soon God. here. What's the official bet? I've got them... Uh, Getting to the finals at least once over the next five years. Is that the official bet? Are there two It's two. We different double, bets? Yeah, no, okay. well, there's two because we double down. Okay. I got them not even getting to a final. You got them winning a championship. Yeah. So I'm telling you, they won't even make a finals, which means you're going to owe me two grub hubs. Okay, so if it works the other way, they get to the finals, boom, you owe me grub hub. Yep. They win the finals. Oh, you owe me another round. Oh, you're another one. Absolutely. Another round. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That looks good. And we also have it on game seven tomorrow, tomorrow. between the Celtics and the Bucks. Yep. And look, man, it's a I think it's more of a coin flip. I'm like you. The Celtics to be favored by five. That yeah. seems like an overreaction to game six to me. Sounds like Vegas is trying to sucker people into bets, is what it sounds like, especially the over under also. Yeah, that's what it, it was right around there for game five. I believe it was four and a half. So not a whole lot of movement from last time. So, but every game's gone over. Yeah, every- it is. It's a low total for. I'm curious about that also because this series it's been hard to predict from just you know, who's going to cover. Is it going to be over under if you're looking at it from a gambling perspective? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll see these games. I mean, one of the most famous ones was. Game seven between the 73-win Warriors and LeBron's Cavs, and that was a grind. Yeah. The 
the score was in the lower 90s. I'd have to look it up exactly, but they weren't even sniffing 100 in that game. Are you talking, two, are you talking 2018, that game seven? No, I'm talking okay. about when the Warriors won 73 games. Oh, oh and, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you were talking about the Celtics. I thought you were talking about the Celtics and Cavs. Uh, 2018 when Tatum was like 19 and LeBron. Didn't, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking 73 win Warriors. Okay. And when Kyrie hit the shot and Steph missed his, like that, yep. that was a low scoring game. So my point is sometimes you'll see these game sevens where it's just a grind. We might see that in Celtics Bucks tomorrow. I think it's early. I think it's an early grind, but with the Celtics. And feeding off the crowd and hitting some shots, and then I think the Bucks defense settles in like game one. Bucks defense kind of settles in. Three point shots don't always keep falling, and I think then in the third quarter somebody explodes. Somebody has like a third one. One of those teams have like a 37, 38 point third quarter as a team, and then the game opens up. But if I could just real fast, just the last four games, the scores are one sixteen, one oh eight, one ten, one oh seven, one oh eight, ninety five. Yeah. That, yeah, that's all. That's all kind of right around there. But I just think that two oh six for tomorrow. Yeah, is is a lot. I think both teams eclipse one oh two, one oh three, one oh four in that in that area. You know, Giannis is going off. You think Tatum or Brown's probably going to have a big game and go off? It depends on what the role players do. But I just think I'll take the over on the two oh six. Give it to. How me. about this, Coach Husky? Right, yes, that was gambling Husky. This is Coach Husky okay. over here. Okay. All right, your approach if you're Budenholzer. We just saw Jason Tatum go ballistic. Do you focus on him and say, hey, Jalen Brown and role players, you got to beat us. It's not going to be Tatum. Or is it similar to what we saw with what the Celtics did with the Bucs where Giannis goes crazy, but nobody else does? Do you focus on Tatum or do you focus on the others if you're Budenholzer? No, you can't because the the Shaq calls them the others. I kind of I kind of like the must haves. I call them the must haves because you gotta have them. And the others feels almost like an insult, right? <laughs> They're just oh those other guys. You need them. Um, I, I call them the must haves. Um, the must haves can step up and beat you. So, and I don't think Tatum goes ballistic like that again and just hits every open jump shot. We've seen spurts in this series where you kind of go, okay, where the hell? Where's Tatum? I don't see him. I haven't heard his name in about six, seven minutes. And he's had these spurts in this series. So I don't think you do that because that would be an overreaction. When you get to game seven, I don't think you draw nothing on the chalkboard or the dry erase board in the locker room. You look at your team and you say, look, guys, if I got to tell you what to do today, then we don't deserve to win. If I got to tell you at this point what to do, we don't deserve to win. We know Giannis is going to be Giannis, and we know Tatum, Brown, those guys are going to – if you focus, then, you know, Tate, then Brown goes off, right? Or Horford has another huge game. I think you go with the game plan you've been going with. It got you this far without Middleton. But do not overreact to Tatum hitting open jumpers third quarter on in the whole second half two nights now, ago. Now, how about this? Uh, Brian Noen, VJ Husky with you here on Fox Sports Radio. So one of the teams that was just recently eliminated – the 76ers. couple of things here. We'll get to where they go next. But if we could just back up, just back up for a little bit here. I heard a lot of pounding of the table, VJ Husky. A lot of pounding of the table where Joel Embiid was ripped off. He was ripped off. He's the true deserving MVP. And, and look, my official position is you can make a great argument for Joel Embiid if you thought he was the MVP. Okay, I get it. But to say he was just utterly ripped off, I think that's way too disrespectful 
for Jokic, who was sensational this season. To say that one guy was ripped off, that's basically saying that Jokic was just out there and he was all right. Like, that's not the case at all. He's the only guy ever to have 2,000 points, 1,000 boards, and 500 assists in a season. And oh, by the way, with no Jamal Murray and no Michael Porter Jr., And they lost to the Warriors, who just made it to the Western Conference Finals. You know what I mean? So what do you think the chances would be of Joel Embiid getting past the Warriors without, let's say, Tyrese Maxey or Tobias Harris? Because that's essentially what the Nuggets were. Like, Joel Embiid has no chance. So I just, I dislike the argument of Embiid was ripped off, and a lot of it was built upon Jokic was already on his couch or in his horse stable, whatever, right? (laughs) At home from the playoffs, and Embiid was still playing. It's like, congratulations, you beat the Raptors. It's not the same thing as facing the Warriors. How did you see that whole thing? Well, I thought thought Giannis was the MVP. Let's start here. I thought Giannis was the MVP. The MVP is a regular season award. I wish they would change it, though, and award it after the year is completed. The playoffs, the finals, everything, even in NFL. Give the award out after the Super Bowl. Give the award out to the Super Bowl because if, 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 if Jokic, he deservedly last year. I don't know if he was deservedly this year, but I know he was deservedly last year. My beef with Embiid, and it's always been with Embiid, is my best player can't be one of my weakest mental players. It just can't. It is. It can't work that way. You'll never win with that. And I'm not gonna make fun of him for crying walking off the court with Kawhi hit the bounce or thing. I don't do that. But I do watch the guy get into it with everybody in the league. He's talking about wanting to date Rihanna. It's, it's just got a. He's got a lot going on up there, and I'm not sure he realizes that. You either could want to be a, a legendary NBA player or a very famous one. There's a difference, though. There's a difference. Legends become legends organically. Famous is you're trying to go for it. You're trying to go for being famous. You want to go viral in this world. So I I, I thought it, you see it affected him. Once they announced it, he played like he played like crap. Yeah. He played bad. And once again, that weak mental. Now, what Kobe would have did is went out and hung 46 on you. What yeah. LeBron would have done is went out and hung 45, 12, and 10 on you. That's what they would have done the show. Yeah, y'all gave it to him, but we know it's really up. He went out yeah. and had a horrible two games, and now we can blame the eye and the thumb. And yeah, now right. I'm with you're you. not yeah. buying it. No, Interesting. at all, at all. Yeah, at all. look, I think it was close between all three of those dudes. Like Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis had sensational seasons. Yeah. But I think to say anyone was just utterly ripped off, anybody who was banging the table on Embiid's behalf, they got real quiet after those last two games where Embiid (laughs) did nothing, right? I didn't hear too many other – he was ripped off. This is why. Like All those people were just kind of scratching their heads looking at the floor like, I don't remember saying any of that. Like I don't. Who's the MVP to you? Who you you thought should have won MVP this year? I thought it was Jokic. Okay, okay. I don't have yeah. A beef. yeah. I don't have a beef with that. I mean, I thought it was Giannis, but if somebody goes Jokic, I don't have a beef. It's like who's the goat in basketball? Somebody says Kareem, okay, and if somebody says Jordan, I go okay. I don't have either or. I don't have a beef, with right? It. You know, you could you're right either way. But I thought Giannis, I thought Giannis with a tougher conference because I thought the Eastern Conference was a lot more competitive and tougher than the Western Conference was this year. Right. And I know everybody likes Middleton. I'm a Pistons fan. We drafted him. 
I've seen Middleton up close and personal. I think he's a good 2B guy. Mm-hmm. I just don't see him as a 1B or a solid Batman to Superman. I you know, I just don't see it out of him. I think yeah. he's a good 2B guy, and Giannis is playing with that. And no Brooke most of the year, no Pat Connaughton most of the year, right? He had to really kind of scrap this thing together. But Jokic, you're right. He didn't have he didn't have Murray all season. So Right. Yeah. That's what I keep going back to is Murray averaged twenty one. Through 48 games when he got hurt, when he tore his ACL yeah. the previous year. And also Michael Porter Jr. He's averaging 21 points and 7 rebounds. He's not just out there. That was through 61 games no, no, the same season. Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, he's a beast. And to not have either of those guys and to win 48 games, which is just, what, three wins less than both the Sixers and the Bucks. I thought it was I thought it was Jokic. I think you could make a great argument for either three. But it was just, it was funny to me where Jokic got 65 of the 100 first place votes. And for a few Mm. days, it was, man, it must be so embarrassing waking up knowing you voted for Jokic today. And it's like, (laughs) really? (laughs) That's how bad it is. But I guess the next question is where did the Sixers go from here? Daryl Morey was saying, "Oh, oh, you give us a little bit more time. With Harden, he didn't give any indication he's thinking about moving in a different direction. Now, I think that makes sense in an exit interview. He's not going to reveal all of his cards. He talked about Doc Rivers continuing with Doc. That doesn't mean they're going to do it. He'd be out of his mind to be like, yeah, honestly, I thought it'd be a lot better. Uh, we got a lot of things to sort out over here. You can't show weakness. So I, I think he handled it in a press conference the way he should have. Um, I'm going to leave Embiid alone on this one, and I'm going to leave Harden alone on this one because Harden has shown he's a great player. I get so sick and tired of people crapping on Harden, and I, I get it. Everybody can't win championships, guys. I did a segment on my show about two weeks ago about Barkley. Y'all stop playing Barkley like he was just some bum dude. That guy at one point was the second best player in the league behind Michael Jordan, and it wasn't just a year. It was about four or five years, but different story for a different time. Doc Rivers, people. Mm-hmm. I understand people like him. I understand he's a nice guy. I understand he truly cares about you and your kids and your family. And when he asks, you can tell he really cares how Jimmy's baseball game went the other day or how's your wife, how'd your wife toe surgery go? He cares. I get it. But in the business of basketball and winning games and drawing up X's and O's to win games, the man just not do it. Period. When they hired him, I laughed out loud. I said, hold up, the Phillies, the Sixers hired who? Doc. And you got Laker fans out here going, well, if we could get Doc. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Bring him, bring him back to L.A. We saw this in L.A. already. Remember across the hall? Oh, yeah. He was right down the hall. It's Doc. This, and, and you're right. Maury handled it like you're supposed to. But I, I, I will say this. They're not moving off of him. They're not going to fire him. They're going to have to pay him that money. Hard is going to opt in, and Mm -hmm. and NBA's not going nowhere. I do think they need to add some pieces. I thought losing Seth Curry was huge. Was huge because they had uh, they didn't have another consistent three point shooter with nights when Maxi was off his three ball uh, point ball wasn't going and Harden I think he's struggling to just how to work with Embiid and they yeah. haven't had a lot of time together I will say this I would love to see this team in a full season play together but not with Doc as the coach Yeah hey I get that that makes some sense Yeah I, I think you know VJ honestly real fast. I think it's a tougher spot than a lot of people make it out to be because I don't want to pay James Harden huge cash. And look, you're right. He's going to opt in so you don't have to do it right away. Yeah. Um, but 
I, I don't want to pay him 200 plus million no. in, at the later stages of his career based on what we've just seen. Like that's way too big of a bet and too big of a commitment no. based on what we've seen from the beard in Philly. So I don't want to do that. But it's also, okay, if you're not doing that, what are you doing? What is plan B exactly? How are you getting this team to a championship-worthy squad? And you might already have missed a window where Harden's value isn't as great as it was when you got him because he was a disappointment. He just had two shots in the second half of a closeout game, you know? Um, So there's that. And, you know, Daryl Morey, he swung for the fences, and it didn't work out to this point. Think about what he could have gotten for Ben Simmons. Maybe a Tyrese Halliburton. Maybe you get a couple of picks as well. I so, got better names for you. I got better names for you. I got two names got? for you. I got two names for you. This okay. is what I would do if I'm Philly. Now, you talk about uh, uh, Coach VJ. Let's go to GM. Let's go to General okay, like Manager. President VJ. of Basketball Operations. President of Basketball VJ. Operations, VJ Vernon Husky. You call Washington and you, and you, and you, and you find out what's going on with Bradley Beal, mm. a sharpshooter who can mm-hmm. give you 40 on any given night. And then there's a free agent out there. Now, he was a little banged up this year, but I like his fit for this team that they want to get up and down the floor. And that's Zach Levine, who is a free agent this mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. Those are two names I would look at and go, okay, you can still keep Harden on the point. Maxie, you're just in your second year. So relax, kid. Like, don't 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 get in your, don't get in your feelings because we're bringing guys in. You're only in your second year. We don't know what you really going to be. But you bring in a Bradley Bill or you bring in a Zach Levine, you add to, you have to replace the shooting of Seth Curry. You have to. And I think then we can say, oh, okay, let's see how this kind of – now you got another guy for James to get the assist to. Like, if you got Bradley Bill, right, that's three more assists a night for James Harden, if right. you ask me, because he's kicking out the Bradley Bill, who's a sharpshooter. Those are two names I look at, man, when I say, okay, if you want to – how do you fix Philly? I, I, those are two players I look at. And this is all with Doc as the head coach, right? I'm kidding. The problem, I'm kidding. I know. I, mean, I know the problem. <laughs> the problem is I don't want Doc to be the coach <laughs> there. No, Doc. No, that's the no. first thing. No, Doc. Yeah. Send him to Sacramento. Yeah. Let him coach with Mike Brown. All right, coming up next. <laughs> this seemed like it would be a story. It, it was barely even a talking point. We'll tell you about that. I'm Brian No, He's VJ Husky. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No. He's VJ Husky here on Fox Sports Radio. 
So, VJ, I was a little bit surprised that uh, as we look forward, we're getting close to the conference finals in the NBA. Yes. Miami Heat are waiting on their opponent, the winner of the Celtics Bucks game. Resting. Right? Yeah, game seven. Um, and I, I'm surprised this wasn't a bigger story. It wasn't even really a talking point. It was Jimmy Butler after Miami won game six against Philadelphia. He was uh, asked a question about what he said to Embiid. And so listen to this back and forth. I thought this was very interesting. You wanted to win this one so you can have something over Joel Embiid. You just spoke to him. What was that message to him? Um, that I love him. Um, I'm proud of him. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I still wish I was on his team. I definitely love the Miami Heat, though, man. I'm glad that I'm here. But I got so much respect and love for Joel Embiid. Okay. Ooh. It was that little part in the middle there. Yes, yes, yes. I still wish I was on his team. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, Jimmy Buckets. You still wish anything. you were in Philly? Like that wasn't even a talking point. I was stunned by that. Yo, no, I'm not even touching this, man. No, no, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing. Oh, did he mean he really wish he was still? Listen, man. I, I thought it was classy. I love Jimmy Buckets. He reminds me of a 90s guy. He reminds me of a late 80s guy that I grew up watching that is not flashy. He's not showboating. He's not like the wow. When he did the wow the other night, I, dude, I laughed so hard on my sofa because I like stuff. Like, I like that right there. Like, Uh wow. Did you basically, did you kind of see what I just did? Like, (laughs) it's, it's, it's along the lines of Ron Burgundy, right? Like, hey, everyone, come and see how good. I look it's 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 along those lines man it's I I thought it was classy I'm I'm not doing this with you Brian I'm not doing this with you the only thing my real it's my only takeaway here is it's funny how some players can say things and the reaction is a certain way and other players can say the same exact thing and the reaction is totally different that's what I take away from it. This isn't just stirring up drama like, oh, he wants to be in Philly. Or you know what I mean? That's not really where I'm coming from. I just think immediately, can you imagine the reaction? Oh, here we go. If LeBron had said, I, oh, I still wish I was here in Cleveland. You know what I mean? Like, it would be all we're talking about. Jimmy Butler was like, ah, I still wish I was here in Philly. And don't get me wrong. I love being in Miami. And it's just like, oh, okay, all right, on with your life. It just... To me, it shows Jimmy Butler, he's an absolute stud. He is a star player. But there is just a different classification where anything that a a superstar, like LeBron says, it's just dissected and picked apart and fixated on and all that. And I mean, Jimmy Butler could be like, yeah, I still wish I was here in Philly. And we're like, eh, whatever. It's okay. It's totally fine. And I I just, it, it just, it's interesting to me how much it differs. That's really it. It's just interesting how much it differs player to player, what the reaction is. I'll tell you why. Rob G and I, producer from The Odd Couple, just had this discussion on Twitter about three, four days ago. LeBron invites a lot of the so-called hate, detractorness, or whatever that he gets. Kawhi doesn't say a lot. That's why he doesn't. Steph doesn't say a lot. That's why he doesn't. I agree with you 100%. Certain athletes can say it. Certain mm-hmm. athletes can't. But 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 the proof is still in the pudding. The ones that can't, they invite it by the way they do it. Grandma, big mama, granny, mamas, however, whatever you call your grandmother in your life, has always told us it's not about what you say is how you say it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And LeBron has this way of saying things passive aggressively, right? Mm-hmm. And saying it in a cryptic kind of way. Like, let me go to the All Star weekend and let me call two other GMs the real MVP, not my own GM right. that got me what I wanted and got me a Mickey Mouse AAU bubblegum championship. Like, you know, it's it, that's why I, I fight so hard against this in the comparison. Mm-hmm. Every time something happens is, well, if LeBron team was down by 55 points. Dude, I've seen Jordan playoff teams down 30-plus something, guys. Okay, we, we've seen it. It is what right. it is. But I think certain guys, Brian, invite every bit of the criticism they get, and that's why we have that. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that explains a lot of it. It doesn't just fall from the sky. Yeah. Um, but I think it. there are two reasons. I think that LeBron in particular, he does invite a lot of the scrutiny or sometimes the over-the-top scrutiny. Yeah. But he's also he's on another level in terms of superstardom. True. So I think that part of it also. Like, put it this way. Tom Brady, he doesn't do the passive-aggressive stuff. He doesn't do a lot of the things that LeBron has done. But just because he is at that level of superstardom, there are a lot more haters out there. That's just how it goes. But he's also smart enough not to say things a certain way, even if he right. feels about it. Like, there's this story, right, that he wanted to go to Miami. And he's the he was the mystery guy that was on Ross's boat waiting for Flores to get there. Like, <laughs> and, and you go, what? But why would he want to do that? Why? What? To stick it to who? Where he came from? Bill Belichick. Tampa was always a better, a, a more uh, appealing uh, team to go to. But in his eyes, it's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to Miami. My wife's a big-time model. That's a model town. I want to stick it to this guy, but I'm not going to say it that way. Matter of fact, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to secretly try to go do it, and then I'll let you guys know as it goes along. Some of these other guys jump out and say these things, and it and it opens scrutiny. I just said it about Embiid. Embiid, all the scrutiny I give that guy, he's opened his mouth so many times. You're giving me all my ammunition, and you're asking me to shoot you with it, so that's what I do. You know, I got to get to this because you said something. That I didn't think of it until now. But you and I both being Dolphin fans. Yes. We got to talk about a potential double agent over here in a little bit. But, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but first, the man who is, he's not a, a spy. He, he's not a double agent. He is genuine. He is true to the Fox Sports Radio family. <laughs> that is one Mr. Steve DeSager. My God. That's right. It's like Get Smart over here at the Steve. news. <laughs> we have three NHL Game 7s in first-round play. Carolina eliminated Boston 3-2, and you got to say it out loud, are the Toronto Maple Leafs going to gag yet again? They have Game 7 at home, and they're losing with seven minutes left. Tampa Bay 2-1 in the lead. We mentioned it early in the show. Toronto in its last eight games with a chance to eliminate an opponent 0-8 in the postseason. In fact, the Leafs are trying to win a playoff series for the first time since 2004. They have not won the Stanley Cup since 1967. Two more Game 7s tomorrow night. The NBA is off. Tomorrow there are two Game 7s. Milwaukee at Boston, then Dallas at Phoenix to end the second round. Milwaukee canceled tomorrow's big watch party outside the arena after three separate shootings in the area last night. Miami, by the way, top seed in the East will host Games 1 and 2 in the East Final on Tuesday and Thursday night. Now to Major League Baseball updating the scoreboard. Marlins lead 9-3 over the Brewers in the bottom of the eighth. Reds have just lost. Pirates beat them 3-1. Just four hits for Cincinnati, a team that falls to 9-25. 
Why wasn't I betting against them today, Steve? Goodness. <laughs> Red Sox lead 9-1 at Texas in the top of the seventh. Toronto ended a five-game losing streak with a 5-1 win at Tampa Bay. In the game on FS1 today, Atlanta scored four runs bottom of the eighth to beat San Diego 6-5. Oakland won the first of a doubleheader against the Angels 4-3 on a three-run homer in the bottom of the ninth. In progress, Cleveland Guardians tied 1-1 at Minnesota in the top of the seventh. Nationals are ahead of Houston 9-4 in the bottom of the sixth. Houston Astros with an 11-game winning streak on the line. The Yankees overall, they've not just won five in a row. Yanks are 24-8 this year, but they're getting shut out by the White Sox 2-0 in the top of the seventh. Mets lead 1-0 over the Mariners bottom of the third. There was a short rain delay at the start of that one. Detroit today shut out Baltimore 3-0. St. Louis shut out San Francisco 4-0. And tomorrow night, Adam Wainwright will come off the COVID list to start against San Francisco Carlos Rodon, who is 4-1. Tomorrow's NASCAR race will be on FS1 from Kansas, 3 p.m. Eastern time. They had the Cup Series qualifying today. Christopher Bell earned the poll. Back to you. Good stuff, Steve. Brian Noe and VJ Husky with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Look, I got to be careful how to say this because I was just thinking about the Dolphins and Brian Flores, and I was going to jokingly say that he might, after all of this, turned into a secret Patriot agent (laughs) based on what could have been for the Dolphins. We were talking about what could have been a little bit earlier in the show, but I mean, putting that to the side, in all honesty, VJ, Mm -hmm. think about this. Think about where... The Dolphins might be where the NFL might be if Brian Flores was just like where they're, they're on the yacht or whatever mm-hmm. when uh, Brady was eventually ending up in Tampa Bay. Initially, he was interested in the Dolphins. Imagine if Flores is like, well, screw it. Let's have a meeting here. See where this goes, you know, and he wasn't. He's got integrity and he was like, no, I don't want to be a part of this. And then things go the way they do. Flores gets a raw deal. And then there's the. The lawsuit against the Dolphins and uh, a couple mm-hmm. of NFL teams and the NFL as a whole. Mm-hmm. And the the story was that the Dolphins were potentially targeting Tom Brady for the front office, maybe ownership, maybe still playing. And it really, you could have had potentially Tom Brady playing for the Dolphins the last two years. You could have had potentially, even though that didn't happen, Tom Brady in a an ownership slash front office role uh, and Sean Payton is the head coach. Like it's amazing how things unfolded for the Dolphins after the Brian Flores era. How do you see that whole thing? Oh man, this was close to dear, near and dear to my heart, man. Because I like I liked Flores. I'm not going to act like I did. I'm not that fan. And once a coach gets fired, like, oh well, you had to go. No, I, I like the guy. Now I do understand why he got fired, mm-hmm. but I but I, I I liked him a lot. And I did too. I'm a big Michigan guy, and I I would have loved to see Brady and Aqua and Orange, man. I've always mm-hmm. fascinated about. Tom Brady is a Dolphin quarterback, man. So that would have been great. And then Sean Payton's name was thrown in there. But if you, and then also you have him tutoring and mentoring to a Tagovailoa, right? So it's like, it, oh man, it would have been so beautiful and great. But do we end up with Tariq? Do we end up with Cedric Wilson? Do we end up with all this newfound energy right. that Michael McDaniel has bought in, that Mike McDaniel has bought in? You see these guys at the F1 formula race, like, you're a Dolphin fan, I'm a Dolphin fan. This isn't homerism. I'm just going by what I'm seeing. It does look like it feels different there. The players are telling you it feels different around here. There were some rumblings that Flores was trying to do what we call the Patriot way, and I'm doing air quotes here. I know you can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes. The Patriot way, and I tell people all the time, Patriot way works if you got number 12. 
Mm-hmm. If you don't have number 12, just tell me wh- how far they've gone. Blown out in one playoffs and no playoffs in the other two years. The last three years over the last 20, three times, excuse me, over the last 22 years that Tom Brady did not play a season with the Patriots, they got their you-know-what handed to them in a playoff game, and the other two years they didn't even make the playoffs. So this yeah. Patriot weight thing might have been a Brady weight thing, it kind of feels like. But um, it would have been great, man. But if we got them, do we, do we have this newfound energy? Do we have this new camaraderie we're building? Do we make the deal for for Tariq Hill? Well, right. Yeah, you got Brady, but do we still kind of have some of all the other issues? I thought that the team brilliantly addressed this offseason. So I'm, I'm split 50-50. Yeah, I'm split 50-50. Yeah. I'd take uh, Brady all day. But I also think... With the team hey, we had? Yeah, absolutely. But that's <sighs> the other part of it is, what's interesting is, Miami had a solid defense. They had some good yeah. pieces. They didn't have Tampa's level of talent. So just think about this. If... Brady initially went to Miami and he didn't win a championship. You know, it doesn't make it right, but you know as well as I do, all these haters out there, they'd be like, oh, you can't win without Belichick. You yep, know, yep. <laughs> it, it would be really interesting to know where things would stand right now if Brady never went to Tampa and he was a dolphin the whole time. I always say in sports, it's always player. Then coach. I understand there's some great coaches. I get it. I love Bill Parcells. My mother's a Giants fan. I grew up on the East Coast in the the NFC East all my life. I've seen hundreds of Giants games. But he also had a guy on the end that transcended the defensive and and wearing number 56. I don't have to tell you his name. He had linemen. He had running backs. He had capable quarterbacks. Yes, he had something to do with it. But you gotta have guys. You got you said Malik Williams is just another guy. Some of these coaches have a whole bunch of good guys, great guys, and yeah, you got to put some coach into it. So I'm I'm always player coach. And was, was it more Belichick? Was it more Brady? To me, it was always about Brady. And Belichick was just a really great coach. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been uh, the show has been um, built upon. The foundation would be uh, Grubhub. And also, yeah. what could have been. <laughs> hey, listen, there's nothing better than getting a knock at your door and having some hot, some hot, ready food with the, with the, with the sticker still sealed. Now, don't be in the car eating my fries and just sipping my drink. I couldn't do Grubhub because I ain't going to lie, man. I'd, I might eat a wing. I'm just being honest with y'all. <laughs> That's right. I might eat a wing and then try and then try to like I might try to go find the tape that you use at your restaurant. Right. Make your own, keep, right? And, yeah, make my yeah. own and keep a roll in my car. Yeah. So I can get a little I'm hungry, okay? I've been yeah. driving this food. I can't get three fries. And you would be savvy. I know this. Oh, you yeah. wouldn't do no. this with the the yeah. six wings, no, that's that just stands no. out. You would yeah. get it with the monster order, yes. like they're gonna they're gonna even notice they're one not of these gonna wings notice. is missing. And and you get it from the one that's at the bottom of the bag because by the time they pull all the food out and open each <laughs> container, when they get to the last one, all they want to do is sit down and eat. They're not even looking at how many wings it is. It's smart. Telling you, man. And you take a ranch, too, because they just go, oh, they forgot one of my ranches. Nope, it's in my glove box. Yeah. If you're running game, (laughs) you got to do it the right way. You know what I mean? You're the reason I count my wings. (laughs) 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 By the way, do you go all flat like Rob Parker does? Ew. I know. No? Rob Rob and I go eat wings, man. Like, that's my – we've had wing press. And I look at him like he's out of his mind. No, it's all drums, baby. Oh, my gosh. 
I can't believe all, you over all, all here. All drums. No flat. Are you kidding me? All when flats? Rob Parker said that, I was like, you can do that? Yeah. yeah That's right. amazing. <laughs> I'm doing this all the time now. Yeah, all drums, man. All drums. Oh. And and I'm a I'm a original Buffalo guy or a Hooters. I like their Daytona style where they take the barbecue and the Buffalo and they mix it together and they call it Daytona style. I, I like that. Rob Rob tries to get everybody on garlic parmesan. I just look at him. I'm like garlic parmesan. <laughs> what are you kidding? What are you a yoga instructor? Like what are you talking about? Like what, <laughs> like garlic parmesan wings? They're delicious, VJ. You know it. They're yeah. good. Yeah. You, right. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did <laughs> That's I my do guy. that? That's my guy, man. I love that dude. All right, coming up next, we close it down in style. Um, There is a team that is the outlier in the NFL this season for one interesting reason. And also, it is time that we pronounced this man's name correctly. We'll close on that note as well. I'm Brian No, He's VJ Husky. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Brian No, he's VJ Husky here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, I want to give some props here. Last night, watching the Warriors game, Warriors closed out the Grizzlies, who will make a finals appearance and win a championship within the next five years, in my opinion here. VJ, we've got Grubhub on that. Uh, yes, sir. A dual Grubhub on that. Uh, getting to the finals, winning a championship. But during game six... <laughs> <laughs> During game six, I'm going to check if any of my wings are missing. If any, I, go I, was about, I was about to say easy wing <laughs> bet right there, man. Easy wing bet. Easy. Shout out to Richard Jefferson doing color on ESPN for getting this man's name right, which is routinely screwed up. Check this out. And another turnover from Golden State. We sound, 15. we sound like DJ Khaled out here right now. <laughs> like, that's what we sound another like. Another one. And another one. Yes, uh, they had a ton of turnovers. 17 last night, the Warriors. Yeah. It's a very sloppy performance, but shout out to Richard Jefferson getting this right. We sound like DJ Khaled out here right now. I don't know about you, VJ, but this happens all the time. This is Grant Hill a little bit earlier in the second round of the playoffs on TNT, screwing up DJ Khaled's name. Right here, DJ Khaled. Yeah, it, 
There are a lot of Team Collins out there. He shouts his name out in every song he does, VJ. We yeah. can't be screwing this up out here. That's so easy not to get. My I, being that I do color for uh, Fox Sports West and for Valley Sports High School football, man, for like last two or three years, I you get some of these high school kids out here with these wild names, right? Oh, and the, the biggest one was DJ Uyunglele, who was the quarterback. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, see, you see how smooth that came out? Did oh, you, yeah. Yeah, D, D, but because. We go DJ Uwe no, for short. Well, yeah. or what people were just saying, people were just saying DJ. They wouldn't even try to do his <laughs> last name. And a good friend of mine, Mike Hill, that's a, a, a co-worker a co, uh, of ours here at uh, Fox Sports, he was doing the pregame and doing the halftime thing with uh, Clemson. I text him, watching him live. I'm like, look, man, it's Uwe Ungalele. Do not mess this kid because I know someone, you, Reggie, somebody's going to try and it's going to mess this kid's name up. But I pride myself on trying to get people's name. But Khaled is DJ. But you, you're right. They go Khaled or Khaled. Yeah. Oh, man. Khaled. Yeah, there it is. Look at Iowa Sam. Shout out to Iowa Sam on the ones and twos. And, oh, yes. today he was hit. Like, they can see me. You can't. I, yeah. Have I not been dancing all day, guys? I've been in here rocking. He is killing the board. Today. I mean, I, I was waiting for at least one Slayer selection, but Ooh. none. Nothing from Iowa Sam. Otherwise, pretty solid. I give him a solid B plus, but no metal. No metal the <laughs> no, whole show. No, there was one when you were having a connection issue. Oh, yeah. And okay. I played that some Molly Crew. I did play some Molly yeah. Crew. Yeah. That was the time you played Pantera. That's when right. Was it was like God punishing you for having yeah. a bad connection. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? NFL-wise, this is a, a little quirk for the schedule. Every team has a primetime game, VJ, except one squad. Yeah. That would be the Detroit Lions. Lions. Yeah, the Lions. Nowhere near primetime. I actually think this is an advantage. Every single one of their games is at 1 p.m. Eastern time. The one exception is Thanksgiving Day, which is at 12.30 p.m. Eastern time. I, I just routine, you know, creatures of habit. You don't have a short week, yep. and now you're on Monday night. Now it's 1 p.m. Now it's 425, 1 p.m. Almost all season long. I think that's an advantage for them. Which is weird because the NFL said a few years ago that every team would play a Thursday night game. And yeah. that, and yeah, yeah, every team's supposed to have a Thursday <laughs> night game with the with the ugly rush color uniforms. Yeah, and poor Detroit. Shout out to my baby brother Terrence Husky back east. Listen, he's a lifetime Detroit Lion fan, and whenever we start talking football, he knows if he gets too personal or he says the wrong thing to me, the first thing I'm gonna do is look at him and go, "Dude, you're a Lions fan. Sit down." Oh, by the way, oh, real fast, VJ. Sure. Both the Bears and the Lions, their win total is at six and a half. You tell me what you think about this. I would take the under for the Bears. They won six games last year and lost Allen Robinson and Khalil Mack. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking the under on the Bears. I would actually, if I had to, I would take the over with the Lions. No, under. Under on both? Yeah, it's, they're the Lions, man. Stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> it's just seven wins. Seven. Nah, nah. You under, know, under. seven and ten. Under. I can see it happening. Hey, Dolphin game. Two, 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 uh, two scheduled games no one's talking about. Browns at the Dolphins, guys. That's D-Watts at Tua, and the Dolphins were flirting with D-Watts, and the Steelers at the Dolphins. Who's on the defensive coaching staff now for the Steelers? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mr. Our guy, Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Yeah. And that game's in Miami, so he's got to – he comes back. 
Yeah, to and Miami. a Sunday night game. It's a Sunday, <laughs> it's a Sunday night game. I don't know if the NFL thought that one through. They the storylines of did it. They did it. Hey, <laughs> Sunday night football, Brian Flores, who was fired and on the Steelers staff yeah. over here. I, yeah. I don't know that they thought that one through. Yeah, lawsuit and did the round table of shows talking about racism in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's put that game yeah. on national TV. Let's night. highlight yeah. that one. NBC's yeah. like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that, NFL. Awesome. <laughs> By the way, I'm checking the tweets here, VJ. A couple of things that stand out. Yes, sir. K checks in, and he's just giving you all sorts of flowers. Thank you. Thank you. Exclamation points. You just said what I have felt about the Grizzlies the whole time. Finally, someone (sighs) says it. You are selling this Grizzly squad way too short. Man, They're babies. I am the big vanilla sports guru. I'm ahead of the curve. I see things before people. Before people see. It's like Doc. I've been talking about Doc, honestly, Brian, for 10 years. Uh-huh. 10 years, Brian, I've been saying the same stuff. And I listened to all these shows last week, and now every they were saying the same stuff. I've been in five years. People are going to say, remember when we thought that Grizzlies team was going to something, something, oh, something, man. something? Yeah, Watch. Yeah. Watch. I think at worst, they're going to be like the young Oklahoma City Thunder. Perfect example. Where they at least get to the finals. They might not win a championship. I think they will. But I think they at least get there the next five years. They're too talented. If you if you remember that, getting to the finals too, if the Spurs don't choke on themselves, they're up 2-0 in that series. They lose four straight in a row. That's how they – 50 game – sorry, 62 game strike short in season. You know. Yeah. It is By the it way, the last thing, there are demons – uh, I didn't know about here, VJ. Okay. Uh, checking the tweets. In and out is overrated and average at best, is what you say? In and out, absolutely. <sighs> absolutely. We'll have to get into this next That's time, cool. man, for sure. I won't get a grub. Pleasure hanging with you, VJ. Hey, man. man. Love Good you, brother. Stuff. This is great stuff, man. Thank you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 